This week on Nintendo Main. Happy birthday, Switch. I possess a mop bucket. Not a mini. Please, not a mini. Please, not a mini. Welcome to Nintendo Main, episode 111. Make a wish, or something. We are your hosts. I'm Trey. I turned into a bear. Johnson. I'm Jeremy. Died of dysentery. Mikowski. I'm John. This better be good knitter. We're back again as your number one favorite Nintendo show to talk about the year of the Switch and uh, all that other fun stuff. So, uh, this is episode 111, right? Yeah. 111. Make so a it's wish. it's all ones and it's the one year Switch, you know? Yeah, we're all about ones this, this week. All about the ones. We are the number one Nintendo podcast. The number one. My, Somewhere. My number one Nintendo podcast. And there's, and there's three ones, so it's three, and it came out on March 3rd, so it's two threes. Oh my god, conspiracy everywhere. Everything is together. It's all the... I see all, I see all the numbers coming together. It's all the pyramid with the eyeball floating above it, everything. And then two days. Wait, why are they having it on March 8th and not on March 10th? We talked about this with the Switch last year. What? Yeah, that's the, unfortunate. The director, the uh, Switch for Why are they having it on March 10th, the Mario Day? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, because... I, uh, think so. I, I think they didn't launch the Switch on March 10th because that would have been confusing because they, they didn't have a Mario game at launch. Yeah, true. Probably the same reason for this time around, that they don't have anything Mario-related you know, to announce. they're going to get a new Mario game announced? A new 3D Mario? I don't think so. No. So uh, if you haven't gotten it yet or you haven't read yet, there's a direct happening tomorrow, March 8th. This is a full direct, I believe, because according to the tweet, it says that it'll be around a half hour. So I'm expecting like over a half hour, probably. Whereas the mini was what, like 10 minutes, like for length wise. So this seems to be a pretty substantial one. Plus, they said they're going to do Switch games and 3DS games, weirdly enough. So uh, I guess there'll be some 3DS stuff that people care about. I don't. I don't know. I did. Um, I dusted off my 3DS to play the um, Radiant Historia demo because that game came out and apparently it's really good. The 3DS remake of that, and it is pretty cool so far. I haven't played much of the demo, but I figured I'll play through all the demo and see how I feel after that. But uh, since we're already talking about the direct, do you want to talk about the direct now? Do you want to do that at the beginning? As sure. Our- do our predictions do our news intro stuff that'll be part of that what do you guys want from the direct aside from like the normal stuff that everybody says about everything like smash brothers and <laughs> virtual console and it gives you hand jobs while you're playing and other shit like that like what's uh, you know do you guys, do we have any interesting uh, predictions that aren't, that aren't i mean the that's ones that hd says? rumble right let's let's use the hd rumble on the yeah HD. <laughs> i mean it yeah you can make it'll make you feel real good you just i want to feel how many balls are inside of the <laughs> yeah. I want to hear. I want to hear about the online service. I want to hear more. I want the full details released. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I didn't think we were going to get that till August, since that's when they're saying, or is it September? October is when it's coming out. Is okay. it? I, I thought it was September or October December. or August. It's it's actually January <laughs> of next year. They changed January it. January <laughs> twenty twenty one. Yeah, it'll be in the future, twenty sixty, when we still have switches. Hopefully, I uh, th- this this will sound like this the lamest thing ever, but what I want more than anything out of my switch is folders. That's what I want. 
folders. Folders. Organization. I want, I want I want to be able to organize my games. Like I've wanted that, especially since I have like, I don't know, 70 games on there. It'd be really nice to have a folder where I can, you know, I'd like to put them in different folders and, and you categorize them and organize my Switch area. Be real nice. Or yeah, you... It'd really be really nice to have any sort of like different menu screen other than black or white. You know, that'd be cool. I agree. Maybe we could put a picture on there. Maybe we can have a theme. Even if you have to buy a theme, I don't care at this point. That's kind of about time for an OS update. It's yep. kind it's kind of lame, but I'm but that's really what I'm hoping for more than anything is an OS an OS update. And as far as new stuff, I think we talked about this before, but you can finally use your gold coins now on your purchase. It'll actually take it off of your. Of what you ever purchased for the game, and I was it trying finally means something. Yeah, I was trying to see if there was a loophole where you could maybe use it for Wii U and 3DS, but apparently you can't. You can only use it on the Switch as of right now. Like, there's no way to like use it to just put points on your system because you know, like, if you put points on there, it'll you know either system can use them, like your DS or your Wii U can use those that point system. You can't do that. You have to, you can only do it for specific games. And uh, you guys haven't used any of yours yet, right? Have you? No, none of my dollar forty six. No, yeah, <laughs> that's like some of these sales that you've seen on the eShop are kind of like that, where it's like, hey, a buck off. Which yeah, be- I have enough to buy. There's a few different games I could get because I have a I have eighteen dollars from my uh, from my gold coin, so that's pretty cool. But I, and I thought about because I haven't really there hasn't really been anything that's coming out this week that jumped out to me. I mean, I guess there's the trail, the one that we talked about last week that is officially coming out tomorrow, the Peter Molyneux game or whatever that we spoke about last oh, yeah. week. Yep. That one's actually coming out tomorrow. So I did see that on there, but I'm still not super psyched about that. But I'm holding on to my coins because I'm hoping for, I mean, it may be since this direct is on a Thursday, maybe there'll be some of that fun stuff where they drop something right on there. I always love it when they do that. I know I've mentioned that a million times on here, but you know, when they're like, Hey, here's this new game. Oh yeah. And it's out today or it'll be out at the end of this, uh, whatever. So that's what I'm hoping for. So I'm holding on to my gold coins for whatever cool shit we see tomorrow for the direct i've got seven dollars and 30 cents and yeah so my i think my hope since we were talking about something besides the obvious for the direct yeah i hope for some sort of uh surprise release some sort of this is out today kind of thing and it's cheap. i take mom hit my game too yeah. <laughs> i take long to whip that up yeah well i don't think they made that game <laughs> i mean that's not a nintendo game that's a speaking of weird this is completely off topic but speaking of weird phone games have you guys played uh what is it part-time UFO on iPhone or or Android? It's a super charming HAL game. It, it's $4. It's like a dollar less than Mom hid my game. But it's basically you're basically a new a UFO, like the UFO from the UFO machines in Japan where you you know with the claws to pick up the guys. And you're basically looking for work and you get hired for different things and you go out and use your claw to like stack stuff or like one level like you help a guy catch fish and another one's like help me rebuild this totem pole in this museum or it's like help stack these cheerleaders or whatever. But it's like super charming. And if you guys want to play a fun game on your phone for $4, it's totally worth it. Games for people than Nintendo. I know, right? I didn't know they did either, but there's a how game. That's, that's another Nintendo cell cell phone game. Then I right right? I guess well, Nintendo makes cell phone games. So maybe they can too. I don't know. Now is it a, uh, you pay just the outright price and you get everything or yeah, you pay or so you pay it and you get everything. As far as I know, I haven't seen any in-game purchase or anything like that. I just went, I went for it because, you know, how, and it's super charming. It's as most phone games, I really wish that I had a, 
actual what do you call controller? it? Controller. I wish I yeah, I wish I actually had a controller to control it. But but there's a couple of different ways you can do it. You can play it with two fingers, you can play it just with one, where you just move them around and tap on the screen for the claw to come down. But yeah, it's cool. And there's a I spotted a box boy in there. So there is a there's a small appearance of Box Boy. Now so. is it two D or three D? Is it like a badge arcade or is it like um... It's two D. Oh it is two D, okay. So it's a little bit like the badge arcade on three DS? Uh well I mean Badge Arcade like isn't really a game. It's kind of more of a just like a you know, it's more of a random thing where you like where it just goes down and comes up. Like this you actually control the guy. And the call and the claw doesn't ever like not catch things, I guess. It kinda works better than most claw machines would. So but yeah, it's a nice little distraction on there if you're looking for something on your phone it's kind of it's cool to play around with it has a cool soundtrack too from from what i've heard of it i'll probably check it out if i'm ever stranded and need something to do with my phone <laughs> yeah if you actually want to play anything on your phone which which i've said many a times that i don't want to but yeah i have zero games on my phone yeah right now. well oh. that's not true i have animal crossing yeah i'll say you don't well, i never play it though you don't have pokemon on there anymore Whatever it's called, uh, whatever that game was called, uh, Pokemon Go. <laughs> nope. shows, shows how much I play that game. I can't even remember what it's called. The only one that I've got that I still play is NBA Jam. That one is actually pretty good for a phone uh, game on your phone. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's actually pretty good. It's pretty much the Wii version. Yeah, the yeah the on fire edition or whatever it's called. That was like the re-release on PS3. Yeah, it's it's like those. It came out around the same time. Oh, okay. Is it? Do you play it all on the screen then? Like it has like a fake controller button thing. Yeah, you play it all on the screen, but it, it um, you know, there's not the controls in NBA Jam were always pretty simple, so I don't really feel like I'm I'm tripped up that much by the screen. Yeah, I mean, does it does it keep the turbo on then while you're moving around, or do you have to push a button for turbo? No, you push for turbo. Okay, because I would think that like for that, the less buttons, the better. You know, for I figured it would just you would just move around and just shoot or pass, you know, or jump or push or whatever. Yeah, I think it's just like, t- tap where you want to shoot your ball. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, in case you want to shoot anywhere that's not the basket, right? But uh, yeah, side note there to the direct. But back, but back to the direct. That, it'd be nice to see a new thing come out of nowhere that we don't really know about. That's always nice. I mean, I figured it being on a Thursday, there's a good chance of that. Even though they could do that on pretty much any day, because on that last one that we did, the last mini, they they at least what did they drop the Dragon Quest Builders demo? I mean, that wasn't a whole game, but still, that was cool. So I'm hoping for something like that. I know they I know in the tweet they did mention that they're going to do they are going to do some like some of the tennis stuff, the Mario Aces game, so it yeah. might be a lot of that, which yeah. I'm you know, I like I that think, game, but I hope it's not all that. <laughs> you know, I hope that's that is not most of no, that. I don't want to be all about Mario tennis. I would love that. You love for yeah. it to be an all tennis love. direct? It's oh yeah. Joke. Yeah, like like zero. <laughs> No, what I'm thinking is that they'll probably lay out the plan for the year because that was successful when they did that last year. You know, the fans were happy with that. They weren't, you know, really angry at Nintendo trying to see like, oh, what's coming out next? Because Nintendo laid it out and they said, we're going to do one big game a month. And, uh, you know, that worked for them last year. I think they'll do the same thing with this direct. Yeah. They'll kind of lay it out, maybe not for the entire year, but maybe for the next six months or whatever. This is what's going to happen. Probably. Maybe we'll hear a little bit more about Metroid. Yeah, yes, Maybe. like the big three, like uh, Metroid, Fire Emblem, Pokemon. I I really wouldn't put money on hearing from either of those for this. I feel like that's an E3 thing. And I was going to say, like, on top of what you just said about, like, saying what's going to happen for the however many months, I would mm-hmm. guess that maybe it's just going to be up till E3. Maybe they'll, like, give us a, something till, like, June or something. And then after, or maybe... Or maybe like what was it last year? Splatoon two came out like right before E three, so it was kind of like 
or around that time. It came out. It came out around the time of E3. So maybe they have something that releases then, and then they have more stuff to. So like whatever the month of June or whatever E3 is, they have that covered already, and then they'll get into the next months. I don't know, but yeah, it would be cool. They already have you know Kirby's out for this month, or it's not out yet, but that's what's coming out for March. There's a demo out. I, I played it. I played it on. Uh, I put it on YouTube. It's like only thirty minutes long. It's not very long. It's uh, there's only two levels. It's not really going to turn you if you're not a Kirby fan. But uh, it did not turn me. Yeah, I'm not a Kirby fan. Yeah, I, I don't. It lets you throw hearts. Yeah, you can throw hearts now. You couldn't do that before. <laughs> and you can also turn yourself into the curler thing from uh, the Winter Olympics. So that's cool. I don't know if you guys got to got to do that, but if you combine the rock yeah, ability with that. the ice, you turn into the curler. I think it's that's been in past Kirby games. Yeah, it? well, it's in this one too. I thought it looked really good. I mean, I was kind of, I'm still kind of on the fence about it, like whether I'll get it or not. I don't I, know. If it was like a little more than thirty frames per second, you know, maybe I'd like it. But I didn't really. Know I don't it. play. I don't play games that are like below thirty five frames per second. Did you notice? Uh, did you notice a frame drop? I, I played it and I didn't really notice it. I mean, isn't that? I mean, I'm, I'm joking, of course, but isn't that one of the big complaints that it's, it doesn't run at sixty frames per second? It runs at like thirty. I, I mean, I've, I had I heard people saying that it was lower than thirty and that it was unplayable. It's, I mean, it's noticeable that it's not running no. as quick as other stuff on the system. You you played, I played it. a lot of the sides, the different side scrollers, and they felt faster. Oh, okay, so you did play it then, right? The demo. I play. I played a little bit of it. I didn't play all the way through it. Oh, okay. Because I played it and I didn't really. I don't know. It it didn't bother me. Like if it's, but I'm not really a frame rate person. Like I don't really notice unless it's like slowing down. You know, to where like I'm really not either. I know. just am wondering why. But I didn't know. I didn't. It didn't feel like it slowed the game, down. The game at isn't all. that good looking. You know, it doesn't yeah. seem like it's that graphically intensive. I mean, it looked better than most Kirby games. I guess it's probably the best looking Kirby game I've seen. That wi- that Willow Wisp looked like looked like really really good. The fucking angry tree that's in all of them. He looked real good. Yeah, the tree looked pretty good. <laughs> when you get to him, he, he looks real nice. That bark looks so. You can so see HD. the actual grains of wood. Yeah, <laughs> you can tell how old how old he's been, how how long that tree's been growing, something like that. You you could tell the you could you could tell the emotion in his eyes, like that guy from the PlayStation Four Direct, whatever whatever that was. But yeah, I mean, I don't expect to see any big stuff tomorrow. But then again, I, I don't really know. Like kind of mostly what I want is an, an operating system update. It would be really cool to see something about online, like John was saying. I mean, you or know, maybe uh, getting your saves off your Switch that are backed up somewhere safely. Yeah, cloud cloud saving cloud would be really right, cool. Which I know kind of goes hand in hand with the online thing, but it still would be cool if you could even just put your damn saves on an SD card and back them up. Or, yeah, or like a computer even or something. Right, even if it wasn't a cloud thing. Yeah. Initially. Yeah, even you, if yeah, if you just put it on the SD card and you could like plug it into your computer and take it off on that and save it in that way. I don't know if you guys remember, but back in the '64 days, they had like a USB thing that you could buy where you could plug your uh, memory card into it and like back it up mm-hmm. like that. And this was in the '90s, and on I got computer. I got oh, one. Yeah, I got one. They were only like twenty bucks, and I you could actually go online and download saves for that thing. It was really cool. I actually used. I can't it. remember what that was called, but I know what you're, I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, I had one. I used it at Lincoln when we were there. I actually used it to download saves for uh, Beetle Adventure Racing, so I did that so I could get to all the extra races because it's really hard to get to them. Which we Jeremy and I played that a while back. But do you? I mean, we. I, I don't think we'll see anything like Virtual Console on this, uh, like on no, this direct. Like, not yet. that'll go hand in hand with the online thing. Yeah, I, I was thinking about it, and I'm. Uh, I was thinking about it the other day, and I, I don't really think I'm all that ex- excited for, about Virtual Console. I think I'm kind of over it. Maybe I I'm just, over it. Maybe I mean I just what? have I have so many old games already in their regular form that I can't really think of anything 
that would be out on Virtual Console that would make me excited. Like playing Super Mario Brothers on the go, I can ex- already do that. Well, it wouldn't excite you, though, if... Here's an announcement. Maybe this is a wild card. Or if they tell you all the VC games that you bought on Wii U or 3DS, like, now they're available to you on Switch. I know they're doing their Netflix thing or whatever. Yeah. But if you bought it already, you can download it, and there it is. Cool. They can figure out some way like that. Well, that'd be great. To do that. Yeah, but that'd be great, but that seems like a... Seems like a pipe dream. I don't know. They they really they know that they know that Nintendo fans are dumb enough to buy the same game over and over again. I mean, I probably bought Super Mario Brothers like ten different times, and I just don't really care about getting it again. I mean, yeah, I bought the arcade one, but I had never played the arcade one, so that's why I got the. uh, (laughs) They also don't need to do like that. Would be almost like an ambassador program sort of scenario. They like want to reward the Wii U owners. Like they don't really need to do that with the Switch because they've got their they've got the install base they want. Yeah, Switch. Yeah, if they were going to do that. And nobody's complaining that the Switch is overpriced. I mean, I think people feel like it was priced fairly, and that was another big complaint with the 3DS. Oh, yeah. Yeah, when they did the ambassador for that. I was going to say, if they want to do an ambassador thing, they should have given everyone who had a Wii U game that got re-released on Switch, you should have got that for free, you know, if they really want to do it. (laughs) Like, I should have got Mario Kart 8 Deluxe for free, or, like, Bayonetta, or, like, Donkey Kong tropical freeze when it comes out or whatever you know that's what i say but you know that i mean yes if they did that i yes i would be excited and i would think that would be really great and i could download all these hundreds of games that i already have i mean nintendo's but, definitely learned that they didn't need to have virtual console to sell a shit ton of no <laughs> yeah i mean what, what what's the rush anymore yeah right just just to keep just make more of Is those anyone NES? gonna throw their switch away because they can't play mario 3 on it again no like, They'll release Mario All Stars on cartridge eventually, or something. Make more money that way. Yeah, or just or just release like Super Nintendo Classic Two that has like Mario All Stars on it or something. I don't know, but yeah, it's a, they. Oh, well, but it, to make it portable, though, that's what I'm saying. Like, oh sure, yeah. Well, they can release it on the uh, uh, Game Boy Advance Classic whenever that comes out, <laughs> which I hope that comes out eventually. Yeah, I don't know. It's um, it unless they. Yeah, unless they find some way for you to get everything for free, it's it's kind of like, I'm like, what would I actually buy that I don't already have in some form? Like, I have so many different virtual console things and cartridges and all that other stuff. It's like, what would even bring me to it? Unless they do some sort of, you know, like how they're saying that that would would add, like, online functionality to the some of the old NES games, I can make it cool. But I don't know. I don't just feel, I don't feel myself buying the same games I've bought millions of times. Like, I don't need another copy of Super Metroid. I already have it on... My 3DS, if I really wanted to play it on the go, I could play it there. Like, do I need to play it on the Switch also? And there has to be, I don't know, I think there has to be some sort of really intriguing thing to it this time around. You know, kind of like maybe do something like on the the SNES Classic with the Rewind, which is really cool. Like, I actually played some Mega Man X over the week, like on Saturday night, and I used some of that Rewind, and it really helped, like, for a lot of those bosses that are hard to get through. So I think, yeah, putting online multiplayer into into old games would be a big thing, or... Building in like twitching twitch functionality into the virtual console games, something like that would be like really cool too. Like that's the kind of stuff that would yeah. make the virtual console shine if you could if you could if stream you could get, if you could get it out there like on the internet somehow yeah. or you yeah. know use it to play to use the online service where you can capture more than thirty seconds, right? <laughs> of anything. Yeah, yeah, it'd be nice. For sure. I never play games for more than 30 seconds at a time, so it's fine for me. <laughs> yeah, if they ever release a WarioWare game on the on the Switch, we could capture like several games in one clip. 
Yeah, wouldn't that be uh yeah, you could. Wouldn't that be awesome if that came out tomorrow? That was part of the yeah. direct. It was like, a, "Oh yeah, b- brand new WarioWare right now." I'd be like, "What?" I get that. How many shit. years has it been since You'd be like, "What?" Yeah, exactly. Wah. <laughs> 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 um, I don't know, when was the last one? Was it because there were some oddball ones, like there was a cuz there was that DSI WarioWare that I never played that used the camera, like I never played that. There was the Wii U one, which I got, and it's not very good. That's the last the game, one. The Game & Wario, that's probably the last one, right? There, there was the one on 3DS, uh, WarioWare DIY. I don't know if that came out before. Oh, yeah. That one. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't play that, that one either. That one was really weird. Well, that's the one where you I w- can make I your own. I wouldn't even consider it really a WarioWare game. It's more of like, it's something like Mario Maker, but way more complicated. Yeah, it was WarioWare Maker. That's basically what yeah. it was. Yeah, and it's like, it's comp- It's really complicated. I bought that for one of my nieces, actually, because I thought, but I I don't know if they ever actually played it, because it's a super complicated game. But I was like, oh, but you can go online and download weird stuff. You it know, was, you could do that. You know what? It probably was the Wii U one that came out, because now that I think about it, that, was on the, that wasn't on the 3DS, was it? No, that was on the original DS. No, DIY was on the original DS, because I don't think they ever had 3DSs, my nieces. Because I got it for my brother when he was like in either junior high or high school, and he's about to turn 21, so. Oh. Yeah, is there uh, is there any other thoughts about uh, about predictions for the direct that you want to talk about aside from you know the regular stuff? What's they're the, going to talk about Mario is... Tennis? Well, yeah, we we know that. I well, think they will talk about Mario Tennis. Yes. So so this. Uh, well, what, do you, what do you think? What do you think is the big game? Like they're going to announce a they're going to announce a big game. What do you think it's going to be? There's actually so this. The, have you heard of the Sellers guy? This this uh, some dude on Twitter. He's another like Emily Rogers or whatever. Is it Sellers is his last name? I don't remember his first name. But he like you know he was the guy who was like, oh hey, there's a direct coming out on Thursday, like way before the direct actually happened. Mm-hmm. And uh, I saw another thing on his on the Twitter saying that that he was saying that uh, Fortnite was going to come out for Switch also, and that that was oh, going to be yeah, an announcement on there. And that and I think that would be interesting. I guess I mean we mentioned it before on this show that like PUBG being such a huge thing. I'm surprising. I'm surprised that people aren't trying to jump on that for the Switch market, since a lot of people are here and a lot of people like those games. It's like kind of seems like a no brainer to make some sort of like. It's just like when online. yeah, there's all the Minecraft clones that came out, and even we oh, yeah. got a Minecraft clone at one point. Like oh yeah, no, there were a bunch on there, <laughs> and there there are a ton of PUBG type clone games. Fortnite being that to a certain extent, but definitely having gone in its own direction really far. Yeah, but I mean that that was just one I saw another one saying like oh I know some stuff you know Fortnite will come out and there's also the Diablo three which is official that they're making that for the Switch the Blizzard is so mm. you know they could talk about that as well and then there's always you know there are always those rumors about a Grand Theft Auto showing up on there and all that type of thing which really wouldn't be hard to believe I mean I guess if you know if Eloy Noir sold well I I wouldn't be surprised to see it on there for that if they put gta 5 it would it would sell like hotcakes yeah and they could i mean they totally could i mean it's last generation stuff so i don't know i'm really interested to see it i'm going to i'm going to do a live stream of it so which will already be up by the time you listen to this podcast but if you didn't see it you can find it at at youtube.com slash fingmater f-i-n-g-m-a-t-e-r if you want to see that but um is there uh any other news aside from that well there is a I guess there's one small news. There's a new uh, Splatfest this weekend, the chicken versus the egg, which I think is pretty funny. <laughs> which came first? Yeah. I haven't voted for one yet, but I was going to say, like, uh, this Friday, if you're not doing anything, Jeremy, we should totally, like, do a Splatfest. Like, uh, I stream it every time there is one, 
and I thought it'd be cool if we both did it. And is then it could, for the full day on Friday? It's like it goes like all. It, it starts at like I forget how it go, how it works. I think it starts at like ten, and it goes like and it goes till like midnight on Saturday or something like that. It goes like it goes for like twenty four hours at least. So I'll be able I'll be able to at some point. It'll just probably be at a weird hour. It'll either have to be before two p.m. or after eleven p.m. Well, I, I figured we'd do it at night, like uh, because I'll probably yeah. play. I'll probably play at like one. I say if it's going through the night on Friday, I can definitely play. Yeah, I, I just thought it'd but be cool if we after work Friday. I'll be I'll be down and do that. Yeah, because I probably won't like I you know I'll be out till until eleven too, so I probably won't start on it until like I don't know till like one a.m. Or, or something. But we should we should do that. I mean, I think about if you uh, want to dust off that Splatoon two and give it give it a go, do some. Splat, I could try. Uh, I could try streaming it. Yeah, we could both try streaming it or something. I don't know. I thought it'd be cool. You know, aside from hopefully uh, we don't get stream sniped. <laughs> But I thought it'd be cool if we could both get on the same team or something, and we can uh, chat while we're while we're doing it and all that. Well, first off, I mean, how do you feel about chickens and eggs? Because I think I think the egg came first. Yeah. Well, I was because uh, whatever the final evolution of the chicken was had to have come from the egg of a slightly different chicken before it. The egg definitely came first because there were other creatures that laid eggs before chickens ever came around. But I'm saying even the egg <laughs> of the specific chicken. That whatever the main breed is now, the main species. Mm-hmm. That egg came first because it came from the species that was different from it before it that laid that egg, and there was the mutation inside that egg that there you the go. chicken was. So that's what I mean, like if we're referring specifically to chicken eggs. Yeah. Well, it, yeah. I don't know. I, I basically I always vote for the one that's has the less people on it because then you have more of a chance of being able to find a match every time. That's kind of what I go for. I mean, last time I went one, I went for the for the money team. Of love versus money, like I mean, I definitely wouldn't vote for that in real life, but I did it just because nobody was on the on the money team, and then I don't have to worry about getting matched up against love people because there's always love people out there. I don't know. That's kind of how I look at it. I guess you don't if you don't win, you don't get as much stuff, but at least you don't have to wait on matches. But I haven't voted. Yeah, I haven't voted for one or the other. I think chicken is the smaller one of of friends that I saw through the Nintendo app, so I did actually use it to check that. But I don't really care whichever one you want to be on. We can do that and try to. And try to get a team thing going. I think it. You know. I think that one's going to be pretty evenly split. Yeah, because I, I thought about or maybe not evenly, but it'll be what I think. That's that's a philosophical question that it's still being debated. Yeah, <laughs> it'll be it'll be debated until the end of time, right? Or until we until, well, until the Splatfest is over. Until it turns until into the Splatoon next time. chicken is born. Yeah, until it turns into the time of Splatoon when humans are dead and there's only squid people. But uh, speaking of that, I also played a. Uh, I also played the arms version of that this week again, like the um, the party crash, as they call it, where it's like one character versus another character. And I got on there and played that for a while, and it was actually, it was all right. You know, I did another uh, arms thing. As far as Didn't arms have an update, uh, I mean, they did. I mean, they're always it's like Splatoon; it's always getting updated. Like, I feel like every time I play it, it gets updated, but there's no new characters, as far as I know. I think that Doctor Lady with the spring arms was the last was the last one that was added. So we're gonna play Splatoon this Friday. We might stream it. If we don't, we'll throw something on YouTube. We'll talk about it next week. Yeah, I thought it'd be a cool thing to do. Was there any other news aside from the direct and uh, all that other rumor stuff direct, that I mentioned? Direct's definitely the big news. Okay, because if not, let's move on to uh, what games we bought or what uh, what we've been playing. <laughs> Thank you. 
So uh, I know that uh, we talked earlier. I know Jeremy got a lot of stuff. I'll go first because I only got one thing. But uh, I got Mulaka. I know. Well, I know Jeremy nice. got it too. But yeah, I, I got Mulaka. I played through all of that game, and uh, Mulaka is really cool. I actually like that game a lot. That's that's on a high tier of uh, indie games for me. I really enjoyed it. It's a 3D action game, and it's a kind of you could say it's sort of Metroidvania or whatever because you you unlock stuff as you go. But it's based on a was it Mexican folklore and uh, and it's the, was it uh, Chihuahua, Mexico? It's like where it was developed. But um, yeah, it's based on the natives of Chihuahua. Yeah, uh, I can't remember what they're called, but it's they were called. they're still. I think they're still around because they the developers worked with them to to uh, make sure the mythology was right. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what I heard. But it's cool. You get to you get to turn into different things. Like you turn into a bird, you turn into a bear, which I said at the beginning. Uh, you get to turn into a snake also, and um, it's all like three D. You know, it's three D platformy, but kind of like actiony. But it's uh yeah, it's really fun. Like you and you like uh you know you try to awaken these um these like animal god things you know like the bears and the snakes or whatever and uh it's uh tarahumara people tarahumara yeah that's what i was thinking that i, I can't believe i forgot that name but uh yeah no i had i had a lot of I fun can. i had a lot of fun playing it um it's it's probably about like eight hours long like in in total but uh yeah what did, what did you think of that game of mulaka i'm mulaka a lot uh <laughs> i like it it's uh it's fun so far when I, I i will say when i first started playing it i wasn't terribly impressed with it i mean it seems kind of rough like the it seems a little floaty and at first i i would like have said it reminded me of a ps1 game like in spirit except but it, except it runs a lot better <laughs> than most 3d the ps1 games i mean as far as how sparse things are and, oh sure and how the uh, the the amount of objectives is very limited at the beginning, um, but that was because it was a training level. It just it, it, the training stage is a full stage instead of just being like a small area. Mm-hmm. So well, once I got past that, you know that's what I was trying to get at. Once I got past that, and I started getting like the special abilities and um, started being able to upgrade my character, you know his abilities, then I really started to enjoy it. And I'm uh, at the end of the fourth stage. I think I got I had just gotten the third stone because you need to get three stones to open the gate in each yeah. level. So I got the third stone. I haven't gone to the boss yet. And there's usually a few rounds of enemies you have to fight before you do the boss. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of like a God of War a little bit, I guess, where like you you'll get to a part where you kind of get stuck and there'll be like a- enemies thrown at you. You know, be like kind of in a. I mean, it, like I whatever. just got done playing through Bayonetta, and it reminds me of Bayonetta. Like, oh yeah, it's like Bayonetta too, except it's they not, don't. Yeah. It's not as smooth and fun yeah but it's different it's a different kind of combat i'll give it that it's more like 3d adventure combat yeah it's not really it's has all their combat yeah it has no way the complexity of bayonetta in that way but you're right it does have the where you get to a part and then you kind of get stuck there there's like the invisible walls and you got to fight the guys and once you beat them you can go on and they come out and they come out in the different waves just like in bayonetta like you'll fight the waves and then more of them will come and it'll be slightly stronger one of them that would have been like the hardest enemy you fought will eventually be there'll be two of those you have to fight later yeah. on at the same time. Or, yeah. And those gosh darn um those flying ones that I hate those ones so much. The whiz robes? <laughs> yeah, the whiz robes. I hate them so much when they have two of those coming at you at once. It's really annoying. I'm getting a little better at dealing with them, but they're really they frustrate me when they show up. Especially when they're paired with the ones that dash at you. Oh Cause yeah, if, yeah. Because if they freeze you, then the ones that dash at you will hit you, and then they they'll come over and hit you again. It's annoying. Yeah, those guys can be kind of 
kind of rough. Yeah, I refer to them as whiz, as whiz robes on my, uh, if you watch any of my YouTube playthrough on it, because they reminded me of the fucking whiz robe dudes from uh, Breath of the Wild. Yeah, they're like whiz robes, or they like, it kind of reminded me of Frieza a little bit from Dragon Ball Z. Oh, yeah, I don't know, I don't know Dragon Ball Z, but, but yeah, I know those guys are a pain. Uh, what I started doing is I would just jump at them, like, instead of, like, trying to hit them with the, with the spear, I would just, like, you know, jump at them and knock them out of the air, and then hit them while they're on the ground. But when there's, yeah, a, but when there's a lot did, of them, it's hard. I, I did that eventually, or I, I also figured out kind of late on, I was like, oh, wait, you can use the bombs as a weapon during battle, and that helps a lot. Oh, yeah, yeah, I never really used it that much, because it is kind of slow, you know, to get the, to get the bombs going. But I'll tell you, uh, it's not really spoilery, but I want to know, like, after you play the second to last boss, because that part was, like, super, super glitchy when I played it. Like, okay. uh, you kind of, like, it's sort of like a Shadow of the Colossus type thing where you kind of have to climb the guy, or you have to get on top of him. But sometimes you fall through his skin, or it'll get stuck in him, and there were a couple times that I fell through the ground. I mean, in, I, I did fight game. a boss that I had to, like, keep climbing up to the very top to hit. Was that the same boss you're talking about, he, or, or do you actually climb on the boss? Well, you don't, well, you, like, uh... Because I fought this thing that had a bunch of, like, mouths on it, and you had to throw things at the mouths. Oh, I know, I know what you're thinking about. No, it's, it's after that. It's after okay. that guy. Yeah, the one that has, yeah, where you have to jump to the top and you destroy each mouth, and there's the arms coming out that, like, create yeah. wind for you to fly up with the bird. That's a different guy. He's after him. He, he's he's huge. Like, he's a super huge dude. He basically looks like a walking planet almost. Like, he has grass all over him. and, and uh, He's this big red dude that I'm looking at in this picture. No, he's not red. Is he got, like, a... No, no, it's like um, no, it's like uh, I mean, it, he's like green and he's like green and brown, like he's like a giant piece of earth walking around. No, I think that's the final boss. Maybe I don't know, I can't tell. But on your, through your phone, but yeah, no, that part was interesting. And there was there was a couple times where I fell through the ground, but I never got. Thankfully, there was no glitch that like completely broke the game. Like I fell through the ground for a while, and then eventually I like made it to to where I could walk again. It was kind of weird, but there were a couple of times where I got stuck behind walls. But so that so it was kind of glitchy in that way. But I was going to ask you, what what do you think about the art style of it? Like the whole like low poly, almost like a Picasso type design. Yeah, the art it's kind of weird. At first had me. Yeah. Like I said, I when I initially started playing the game, I wasn't super impressed, but that's because I had just got off of playing like Bayonetta, like this AAA title and. And this is an indie game, and it's made by a small studio, and what they've done with it is great. And I'd say the art style, maybe it was easier for them to do it that way, but it also, maybe it goes with, like, the native art that they want to depict within the game. I'm not sure, but it looks great. It, it looks super cartoony and... Minimalist, kind of. Right, and, like, so I originally would have said it looked like a, a PlayStation game, but the further I get into it, the more I'm like, yeah, it's kind of like a 64 game, like a yeah. high... High definition 64 game. Mm-hmm. It's like a pretty coat of paint on it, though. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. yeah, way, way, way prettier. Yeah, and everything looks kind of blocky, but I think it's supposed to look like that. Like the way the um, and like especially. I mean, like, you don't actually have feet. Your 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 legs just in and points. Yeah, yeah. No, that's they don't. And there's and there's guys that you run into that like I I, I want to think of like the old men that have like the little tiny little tiny yeah. legs that just are all like you know, are shaken like while they try to move and all that that you run into. But yeah, I, I wasn't really sure if I liked the art design or not, but it kind of like grew on me, but I just liked how smooth the game was. Like I felt like I didn't really have a hard time and I liked that you can run at all times. And it was, I don't know, it was a lot of fun to play for me. Like I had a great time with it. Like I said, I, I beat it in two sittings. 
like the second time I was just like, I want to play it. And I just played it until it was over. You know, I wasn't really like trying to beat it. It just happened, you know, because I was having so much fun with it. And I thought that that one guy, the glitchy guy was the last guy, but then it wasn't him. There was another one. But it was, uh, yeah, I just kind of played it and made it all the way through. And it was, and I had a great time doing it. It was totally worth it. Like it was, uh, I was impressed by it. I don't think I can be too far from beating it because I'm getting stronger and it's getting easier. That's the way these games tend to go. Like it might be hard at the end, but I'm going to be really strong by then. Yeah, and and there's that you find that lady in the second world, I think, where you can actually start like buying, uh, which I have buying uh, buying upgrades and like make your make yourself stronger and make your spear stronger and stuff like that. So did you uh you you fought the frog right? Do you remember the frog, the giant frog? Yes. Where you have to use the bear thing to throw the uh, fish into its mouth to make it no. sick and it falls down. That must, that's probably the boss I'm about to fight. Oh, you didn't fight the frog? Oh, okay, man. I wanted to talk. I wanted to see how what you thought about the frog because. I hated the frog so much. Like that, if that was probably the one, that was probably the part I got the most pissed at because it took me like oh boy. maybe that's what I'm about to. Be <laughs> it playing. took me maybe like three or four times to beat the frog, to beat the giant frog, and uh, yeah, I because I, I, after, but I beat him without any with without any upgrades either, so it might be easier for you because I hadn't gone back to the lady to upgrade anything, so I beat it like just with my regular everything you get from the beginning of the game. But then right after I did that, I went back and upgraded everything because I was like, wow, that was that battle was annoying. But uh, yeah, you have to hit fish into his mouth. Yep. You use a have, do you have the bear move yet? Yes. Yeah. You use the bear. You use the bear to knock dead fish into his mouth and he like gets sick and falls over and his tongue flops out and then you just attack his tongue is basically what happens. But towards the end there, it can get kind of difficult to hit the fish in his mouth. Like that's what was really killing me because he'll start jumping up jumping up and like hitting the water and the water like start a big tidal wave coming at you and like there'll be one where he hits the tidal wave and right after the wave goes he'll start do opening his mouth where you have to hit the fish in there and those happen at like pretty much the same time so you have to find a way to dodge it really quickly and hit the fish in his mouth to get you know to get to the part and you got to do that a couple times at the end and it's really it's difficult to get that's what i was having trouble with i'd say i wish you could just buy healing items like Running around and collecting aloe is kind of annoying after a while. Yeah, well, and uh, what's really annoying in that particular boss for healing stuff is how long it takes for you to heal. You know how you have to kind of do that dance? Mm -hmm. I knew that was going to kind of kill me later, and it did in that one because if you don't do, you know, if you don't have enough time to heal, you'll lose what you're the potion that you're using, and you won't get healed. Yep. So it's like same thing with the shield potion. You'll, yeah, you'll lose it. If so basically what I ended up having to do is I would do the shield and then the potion so I could actually end up doing the potion because if you keep getting hit while you try to use the potion, you'll be out of potion and then you never got healed. So that's what happened to me in that stupid frog level where I was like at zero. But aside from that, I really enjoyed the game. <laughs> I just forgot about that fucking frog level and how much it, how much it was killing me. But it's a... I, I give it a I give it a high you know high thrum, thumbs up recommendation and all that. It's great if you like uh, indie... 3D action games, you know, that are that are cool, that are more about like uh, native uh, spirit stories and stuff like that. It's totally worth uh, checking out. Yeah, I was gonna check. I took some screenshots of some of my favorite quotes from the game. Let's see if I let's see if we got them saved on here. Oh, so I found this one. I found this one thing that was a uh, like a hidden item, and it says this. This is the legend of bats, according to this. What, what's the name of that tribe again? What are the name of those? That, uh, was it Haru Harumaru? That. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something. Uh, the, so this is about bats. This is a le the legend of bats. The bat is actually old men who were very ashamed of the goings-on in the world and fled to the caves. With time, they became what they are now, 
which is why they fly away very suddenly if someone approaches. No. So it's like, uh, it's really interesting. Uh, oh, how the bats. Bats yeah. are old men that hid from like the world changing. Here's a, like they did. I don't know if you can see this, but here's a, I took a picture of when I fell through the world. That's a, oh, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. me in, in nowhere, in nowheresville. It's beautiful. But on the other side, this is actually, this is me just like flying over the game. And I thought this was super beautiful. Like, cause it, that's what I was really impressed with uh, at the game. It's just how big the game is and how you can kind of like fly over it in the bird mode. And it just looks really pretty. And it's just like, oh, wow, this game feels big. Even though it isn't that big, it feels big while you're playing it. You know, like just how far the the mountains go back and all that. By the all way, right, now, now I'm remembering this game. Use the bear to knock the dead fish in his mouth. Quote of the show. <laughs> yeah. Is it as good as that uh, I hit a damn balloon? <laughs> that, was, that was my favorite one from a couple episodes back. <laughs> what was? I don't remember that one. That was you because uh, I was. Oh, uh, I, saw, I thought John said that. No, we were talking about because I found John's balloon in a uh, in New oh. Donk City, and I was like, I didn't find your balloon. You're like, I hit a damn balloon. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, it was great. I got a kick out I of it. I did. That's funny. Yeah, no, I believe you did. I guess I didn't. I thought I did some saving, but mostly I just took did screenshots. There's a really like sad part in one of the levels where in Mulaka where like someone's daughter dies and like oh yeah yeah he, fi- he finds her body and it's like yeah it's sad. Yeah, I remember that. I got to that part where like you're trying to find this lady's husband, and then you do, and his and his daughter has been killed by this monster that you have to deal with after that. But yeah, no, she's flat up dead. Like his daughter's gone. Like she doesn't come back. I thought that that was pretty. That was more mature than I expected. I guess from it, it's like, oh yeah, she's over there. And then she's and dead. then you talk to uh, the lady who sent you on the errand, and she's she you know she rewards you for finding your husband with one of the items you need to complete the level. Yeah. But then she just says something like, I can't imagine a world without her. It doesn't make sense. Like, yeah. It's just really like dark. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, we got, we got. That sort of thing. <laughs> Sorry for those of you not watching, which is everybody. Jeremy's cat almost tore his, his beautiful um, mushroom quilt down. I don't know why he's. So now he specifically goes after. I've got these clear pushpins because I thought clear pushpins would look better. He yeah. he, tra- he pulls them out of the wall. He like jumps up and grabs them. He, I think he thinks they're bugs. Maybe I was watching him go after that Nintendo poster too. He's going after the. Uh, oh, the behind the, you. The, oh yeah, he knocked uh, over my GameCube games. Bastard. One more thing about Mulaka I wanted to say before we move on is that did you notice that there's motion controls in that game? Yeah, it, when you aim the spear. Yeah, you can actually aim the spear with motion controls. That's awesome. Like I did, I had completely, I I kind of noticed it after a while. I was like, wow, that's badass. It didn't need an update like Doom. It was already in there. I just think that's cool. It has like the tweaking thing, kind of like uh, Zelda, you know, where you can just... I noticed it like almost when I was almost all the way through the game, but I was like, oh, that's really cool. You can actually... It makes it easier to aim with the with the motion, for me at it least. It reminded me... Yeah, I saw a video on YouTube. Of, uh, one of the guys I met at the Port- Portland Retro Gaming Expo, uh, actually the guy that gave me that pin, the Star Fox pin, he put up a video of him playing Doom Switch, but he calls it like VR, even though it's just like... It's a joke, but yeah. he bought this thing on Amazon that's kind of like the the try one clips that we bought, except it goes around your neck. Oh, okay, yeah. And it oh, puts yeah. the oh, yeah. in front of your face, and I've because of the, because of the motion controls, you can play Doom like mm-hmm. like that. He was, and he was doing it. and He looked really stupid. But oh, wow. it was funny. Yeah, <laughs> cool. Is there but, any? So, is there you, any? You other... might want to buy one of those harnesses for your uh, for Doom. <laughs> yeah, I, I saw those things. They got a. They like littered my Facebook feed all over the place. Actually, I think I finally blocked it, but then it came back again. That dumb uh, neck 
It's like, hey, you oh can, really? It's like, that, hey, was that more than the the, the try one? Because well, there's one that's like, there's another one that's like the try one, but it looks like cheaper. And there's like a really bad video of this girl like washing dishes like while she watches her phone. And there's this other this guy with this terrible hat like sitting down and watching it on the couch. It's awful. Like it would appear on everything on my Facebook feed, and I like hit unfollow or like blocked it, but then it came back like a week later. That same video, and I'm like, damn it, I don't want to see this video ever again. See, what you needed to do is block terrible hats, and then yeah. by default block that video. I'd like to. I really would. Is there any? Was there any other things you wanted to say about Malacca? I think it's on? great. Uh, I look forward to finishing it, and hopefully, I'll have it done next week and be able to. Well, maybe we can talk about it a little bit more, but I think it's a solid first game from this studio, or I think it's their first game. Yeah, um, it's. I like it. It's really cool. Like, here's another picture. It's just of, okay. Like, the I'll sky. say it's more fun than. Um, it's more Faye. fun than ukulele. Oh yeah, it's definitely better than ukulele. It's more fun than uh, Faye. Yeah, I didn't play Faye, but I think that it's, it's more better. fun than uh, Snake Pass. So you know, as far <laughs> as 3D platformers go, yeah, it's probably the most fun one besides uh, Mario Odyssey. Oh yeah, sure. Like, and I actually like the a lot of the platforming in it. That in the um in that second to last boss level, there's a whole part where you go through a whole lot of like platforming, and it's actually fun. You like climb this really really big mountain, and you go from one thing to another to another. And I thought that was really cool. Actually, I really enjoyed that. I didn't feel I didn't, I didn't feel frustrated about it. I didn't have trouble with the jumping. Like there were some times where I missed things, but it wasn't like frustrating to the point of like where the controls weren't working or anything like that. So. Yeah, I totally recommend it. I think it's a lot of fun. I mean, I really had a lot of fun playing it. So, is it twenty bucks or fifteen? It's, I can't remember. It's twenty. It's twenty bucks, but it's I, worth it. I mean, I felt good about supporting the developers, and you know, there's there's something to learn from this game. I mean, it's got like a rich cultural story behind it, like, mm-hmm. and that the people themselves were, or you know, the ancestors of the the people these legends were based on were uh, consulted to make this game. So you can learn a lot about the history of that part of the world a little bit. And, see the creation mythology and stuff is really cool oh yeah i think like like the snake where you have the you have to keep doing the the puzzle with this where you're getting the water to the statues mm-hmm. and the water's coming out of the snake's mouth well if you during one of the screens one of the loading screens it talks about that's where the the water came from like the snake god oh okay and it and the water came out of his mouth that's where like the water originally came from so it's just it's really cool how they incorporate all that into the actual gameplay yeah, that uh, those snake water puzzles. There's a lot of those in that game. I like yeah. I like them a lot, but towards the end, you kind of get a little tired of them. And there's some of them that are really, really big. I don't feel like they're very puzzling. They're kind of just there's just a lot of pieces you have to move, but there's really only one solution, so it's pretty quick to figure out. Yeah, I felt like you like some of them look really, really big, and you're like, oh god, this looks crazy complicated. But then you just get it. Like, and I never really got like fully stumped. I guess I just kept smacking them with the spear until they went the right way you know oh yeah and there's yeah, a, get, get mulaka and there's a there's a basically defect detective vision in it too if you played a uh-huh. <laughs> if you ever played the um batman games the arkham asylum or arkham knight or whatever or almost like the uh, lens of truth in ocarina of time yeah it basically has a thing where you can uh where it'll show you where stuff is and stuff like that which really helps because i found myself getting lost sometimes in the maps but it'll help you find like where the next rock is and stuff. Like once you, that's what I thought of when you're saying that it looked kind of like uh, simple in that first level. But then once you get that uh, detective vision or whatever, when you cl- click it on and it shows you like ten different icons like all around you, it's kind of a little bit like, oh shit, there's a bunch of stuff to get. But yeah, the get that game. Anyway, uh, let's move on to. Um, do you want to talk? Well, about, do, do you want to talk about all the stuff we bought? Yeah, I wanted. To, I was gonna say that's what I bought, but I know you bought a bunch of stuff, Jeremy. So why don't you? Uh, 
talk about well, your I findings bought, for I the bought week. Mulaka for one. Yeah. We know that already. But um, I also bought a couple of games at Disc Replay today. I went and I picked up Geist for the GameCube. And I'm having a lot of Geist. fun with that so far. I just played it today. But uh, John and Trey, you. Yeah, I say Trey and John, you both played this game, so that's kind of cool. I like that game, yeah. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna hopefully play all the way through it and put. Uh, I'm at least gonna put some video up on uh, YouTube to show off the HD adapter I got. But uh, this game's cool because it's got a widescreen mode and everything, so it looks re- it looks really good. And you can be soup. And you can <laughs> apparently you can be soup. So be far, I've only been too. a mop bucket, <laughs> which I think I said at the top of the show. But uh, the mop bucket's been my favorite thing that I've been. I can't. I can't wait to be soup there's a uh there there was like a um easter egg there's like a samus easter egg in there too like you turn into a female at one point and you go into a locker room and uh and you see like one of the lockers says like samus on it or something like that and i remember that being in there so there's a very small like metroid thing in there but yeah it feels it feels a lot like uh it feels like it has like a metroid prime feel to it a little bit it definitely has a uh feels a little bit like resident evil at times like with the green you have to like get the plants they look kind of like green herbs Mm-hmm. And it reminds me of even Mar- reminds me of Odyssey a little bit because you possess like you turn into a ghost and you possess things and creatures and yeah except you don't you get use those things in the environment to sort of solve puzzles yeah it's all about uh it's all about like scaring people to get them to be able to get possessed which is like kind of a big mechanic of the game and yeah. that was and that's really fun and like uh yeah it's it it, it looked really good and there's like sort of a multiplayer thing on there too I actually thought about I almost did a. I almost did a video of Geist a long time ago before uh, for my uh, Road to Splatoon videos that I was doing. I almost did Geist, but I decided not to. I ended up doing Super Mario Sunshine instead because that's more of a game that's like Splatoon. And after playing through the first part of Geist, it didn't really remind me that much of Splatoon, so I didn't put it on there. But uh, the company that well, did the- go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to say the company that did that, Endspace, they used to make uh, Call of Duty games for DS that were really good. So they did a lot of cool first-person shooter stuff. For Nintendo, I don't know. I, th- I know that like one of the main guys died a while back, so maybe that's why they're not really doing anything anymore. But for a while there, they had a nice. lot of really cool like uh, FPS stuff that I played. Maybe he's possessing one of the current programmers. And they're still going. Maybe he's working on Metroid Prime Four. Yeah, sorry if that's t- not tasteful, but that's sort of the whole mechanic of this game. Like you, die- your main character's dead, so yeah. that's kind of an interesting thing. Like that's not. There's not. There's got to be other games where you're a ghost, but this is one of the. You know, like the game where you flip the table, I guess. Oh, yeah. yeah. Ghost in that. yeah. That's the last game where I was a ghost, where I was trying to scare people. So one thing that was just like, I felt a little morally weird about it because I like, I possessed a guy and then I shot all the other soldiers, which I don't know. Yeah. I don't think you have to do that. I think the game leaves you with the ability to not kill everything. I mean, you probably still have to kill some things, but it seems like there's puzzles set up to get past certain sections, but I just shot people instead. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, so you know. it is a shooter. It's, and so when I was when I possessed the the soldier and then I went around and killed all the other soldiers, I felt kind of bad. He's like he he didn't want to kill them. I took over his body and then they all got killed. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean that's kind of that's it, it. Like I said, it, it is a shooter. It's kind of what you're supposed to do. But I'm it's glad. fun so far. I really like it. And um, I got to the first like major boss and died. But I'm starting to see how the mechanics work. Like. Um, I, the first boss, you know, I, think, I don't think I'm spoiling it for anyone because you'll get there pretty quick. But it's like a dragon-looking thing, right? Like on a train, and you shoot it in the mouth. Uh, well, no, it's the, it's the. I guess it'd be the second boss then. And a guy is like throwing grenades at you, and you have to possess their grenade and then move it back at him. Oh, but you have to pay attention to the 
person, the host's body that you have, because he's going to still shoot at the host body while you're out being a ghost. And if the host body gets killed, then you die too. So you have to kind of like make sure you're protecting your host body at the same time. So that's kind of a mechanic that I hadn't really wrapped my head around yet, but I could see that being a thing because if your host body dies and there's something else that you can possess in the room, you keep living. But in that boss, you know, once I died, there was no, nothing else to possess. Yeah. Wasn't there a Geist too? No. No? There, there wasn't a Geist too. I think you, I think you might be thinking of, um, what's it called? Uh, conduit? Are you thinking yeah. of that one? There's two of those. Yep. The, yep. Con- the Conduit for Wii, which I really... Yeah, that's are, what I'm thinking of. Uh, conduit 2 is kind of another game that's sort of on my holy grail list or whatever i've been trying to find that one but since it was more uh since it was since it was like more uncommon it's harder to get i guess because i have conduit one and i really like conduit one but i never got yeah, to play like the second one and i was like i should buy the second one and play it but i've never found it anywhere and i think it's still like around 60 or something just because not many people bought it so there's not a whole lot of them out there side note but yeah conduit is <laughs> the other one that had a sequel but yeah the I'm, i hope you stay with it like i had a lot of fun with it i, I mean i finished it when it came out but I was kind of playing, I was playing everything then, you know, like whether it was good or not. So I mean, it might, I don't know if it gets worse towards the end or not. I don't necessarily remember, but hopefully, hopefully you stick through it and see the rest of the game. Cause I remember, remember being pretty cool, but I haven't played it in a long time. Well, I remember, I mean, I've read some stuff about, are you talking about Geist? Or yeah, Geist. Uh, Geist. Yeah. I mean, I, I read a, a list recently cause I've, I've been looking at like, you know, lists of must own GameCube games cause I'm trying to get a better collection because I'm obsessed yeah. with it right now with my adapter. And so this was on one of the lists and I just happened to see it today and I was really happy I saw it. I didn't realize, you know, it's like it was only for GameCube and it was published by Nintendo or was it published? Yeah, it was published by Nintendo. Yeah. And Shigeru Miyamoto was one of the designers. Yeah. It was a end space was a, I thought they were like second party or something. As far as I know, they only made Nintendo stuff at the time. Like I said, they made that game and the the DS Call of Duties, which were completely different games than the other. Nintendo actually owns, yeah. So if they were ever going to do another Geist game, Nintendo would do it. So it'd be like Bayonetta two, you know, or Bayonetta three. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, it's it's really interesting and it looks really good. Like I'm surprised this game's. 13 years old like I, I comment in my video i'm like this game's old enough to go to a pg-13 movie by itself but it looks <laughs> it looks good it looks pretty good especially with the you know the upgraded visuals or whatever or running the visuals at the highest quality the gamecube can they look really good so wouldn't that be cool if they decided to make a sequel to geist all these years later i mean maybe that's what we'll more maybe that's the secret news tomorrow yeah i was gonna say that's isn't the that news tomorrow is that what the direct is really about is a guy is geist 2 According, according well, along the lines of trying to do Bayonetta and all, all the, you know, Bayonetta games, like why not dip back in? in the, why not dip back into Geist? I was gonna say, as far as uh, according to Wikipedia, N Space went defunct uh, in tw- in 2016, almost almost two years ago, March 29th, 2016 was when they uh, their company went under, I guess, or became defunct. I never would have guessed that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, I don't know when the I, I know one of the main guys did die not that long ago, so. Maybe that was part of it. I don't know. But yeah. Well, what anyway, else? well, other than Geist, which, you know, Geist, that's a fun word to say over and over again. It starts to feel strange after a while. Um, I also got uh, Zach and a Wiki for that's, the week. Yeah. I brought this off a tray a long time ago and I actually didn't lose it. I got it back to him. <laughs> yeah. That movie, that but game, I, but I really great. liked it. It's, 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 it gets really hard. And I mean, I remember, I, you know, what year did this game come out? Like, I, yeah, I remember looking. Seven. I remember looking at the internet to help me with parts of this game. This game is hard. Like it's hard to figure out what you're supposed to do on some of these stages and you have to do, you have to do things in the right order. I mean, that's part of the, the important part of it. So 
Yeah, I bar- I barely remember it though. I haven't played it in ten years. So and don't you uh, uh you you like use things to uh bring yourself back? Like I remember if you die, you can like use a token or something to come back, or if you mess something up, you can use a token to go back to a certain point to start it over again. But you get a lesser score because of that. Like I remember that being worked in there. But yeah, it's a yeah, tough it's a tough game. You basically use the Wiimote for everything. You know, to to which kind of sucks because that means I have to hook my sensor bar up to play this game, but. Yeah, yeah, you do to point around, but some of the motion stuff works better than others. Like you, as you'll find out as you play it, but you should definitely play it again. Like, I mean, I, I I'm gonna remember it. I played pretty yeah. far into it when I borrowed it from you. Um, but yeah, I got it for cheap. I got it for three ninety nine yeah. with the manual and the original case and everything. So yeah, four dollars. That's crazy. Like it's selling <laughs> for, well, it's selling for twenty uh, digitally on a Wii U. But it's like. That the, yeah, that's such a great deal. Like four dollars for Zach and Wiki is a hundred percent buy. Excellent like you deal. can't really. Let, I remember let that when that uh, came out, and then a couple months later, I was seeing it for like fifteen bucks or even less. It just like I don't think totally it sold tanked, very well. Did yeah. not sell well. Now it's for four. Yeah, now it's four dollars. But I'm surprised yeah, it's, that. It's, by the way, Geist, game. I only played. Uh, I paid five ninety nine for Geist. Nice. Once again, between I paid ten dollars for the two games combined. They're two really good games. So I'm happy about that. I think I bought guys for for twenty, but that was like you know not that not that far after it was released. So uh, it yeah. was, so I did buy it when it was kind of new still, you know. But it's but some stuff like that would drop really quick. You know, if it wasn't like straight from Nintendo, it would go the price would go down pretty quickly. But uh, yeah, this both of those are both of those are great buys. And I was gonna say like I know Zach and Wiki didn't sell that well, but it's like not the op- it's the opposite of like a Conduit too, you know, where there's still enough out there where you can still sell for four. It's not like a hard to find cartridge, or not a hard to find game. So there must have been enough people buy it to where it's still. So it was out published there. by Cap- Capcom. Yeah, it's a Capcom game. So that's part of the reason, maybe. Yeah. Now, they, back then they weren't like, well, you got to buy enough Street Fighter two copies for us to make enough copies of this puzzle game. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. But uh. I did buy one more thing, and uh, it's Nintendo. Yeah, but it's still say. cool. But it's a video it's, game, yeah. It's still and this totally is so worth, cool. Worth I saw I saw a video about this on YouTube. I can't remember who it was. I think it just showed up in my feed on Reddit or whatever. But it's a it's like what a handheld the Oregon Trail, and it's got it's like a, all those little those arcade games they've been releasing recently with the you know it's got a full color screen and it's just one game, but it's got like a custom control interface for it and. You know, this thing's really, you know, even though it's a handheld game, it's still like really bulky. It runs on three AA batteries. And it's new, uh, right? It's new, but it looks old. It's new. It's copyright. That's crazy. Well, it says copyright 2017 on it. Yeah. Yeah, I can't believe that. It's, it's, it's it a, looks like it it's came a Target out in the 80s exclusive. or something. So I, I, it I, looks I, like a weird Game Boy. Yeah, it looks, yeah. looks like a I mean, it looks frumpy like, Game it Boy. It looks kind of like an Apple IIe, I think is what it's supposed to sort of look like. Yeah. Or like the Apples that were all like the big, the Macs that were like one big block. It's crazy. But, uh, I uh, just saw a video of it like two or three days ago, and I was like, "Oh, that's kind of cool." Whatever. I didn't think much of it, but the more I thought about it, you know, it kind of worked its way into my head. I'm like, "That would be cool to like have on a sh- like a shelf because it looks cool." And I mean, I don't know. It's just the the concept of it is so ridiculous that I have to have it. So I got online and looked on eBay and Amazon and stuff, and people were selling them for like fifty. So I'm like, oh, I'm not paying that for it. And then I and then I remember I went to another video and they were like, it's a Target exclusive. So I went on Target.com and found out there were three at the store near my house. So I just reserved one and went and picked it up today. So what? That's why uh, Target's like right next door to Disc Replay. So that's why I went and found the other games too. Nice. 
Yeah, those disc replays are, uh, I think there's, I just got an email from them because I'm on their like email list or whatever. They have like a 50% discount thing coming up. There's something important I was wanting to ask you about the other disc replay that I, that I, I forgot to ask you before. Does it have the same smell? There's like a certain smell that the disc replay in Champagne has. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Oh, and Do the, you know uh, what I'm talking about? Have you been in there enough to notice that smell? I mean, I, I could have an idea of, I mean, what, like a musty, like, game smell or something? No, it's like, it like some a weird sort of BO? specific, like, fragrance. There's a, a, there's a fragrance to that store that's unique to that place. Hmm. And I don't know if all... I don't know if all disc replays smell like that and they're piping in some sort of fragrance that makes you want to buy used games. I don't know, but I feel really retro when I go in there. Yeah, I don't know. I just got a so I just got this from Disc Replay today. It says one week only at Disc Replay Maryville, fifty percent more in store credit when you trade your video games and and consoles. Hurry ends two thirteen. <laughs> that was from like, that was from like four weeks ago. I got Maybe it. It's supposed to say March 13th. It says 2.13. It, I got it this morning at 8 a.m. or at 10 a.m. <laughs> it says it's 2.13. <laughs> Thanks, Disc Replay. You guys did, really, did, really did a good job. Really I mean, did call a good up job. the store and be like, hey. Yeah. Hey, man. Uh, what the fuck? So neither, neither one of us ever want to trade our shit in anymore. Like, we want to hoard it now. Well, I, we already do that. <laughs> I'm saying that's where we're at now. We just want to hoard everything. Oh, well, one quick thing before we go to break. That's all you bought, right? Almost. Almost. What else do you get? Yeah, that's all I bought. Oh, okay. Uh, we're going to take a break real quick. One thing I want to say, uh, as far as eShop stuff, if you haven't seen it yet... Oh, John's got something, too. Hold on. If you haven't Before seen we it, go. If you haven't seen it yet, Darkest Dungeon is on sale. That game's awesome. You should go get it if you don't have it. That's all I want to say. I love that game. It's it's a great it's a great RPG if you want to play an RPG that's uh like I said before it's the Dark Souls of RPGs or whatever but it's a game where you you know where you have to choose the right thing and dying actually is part of the game you have to lose characters in order to get through the thing to understand what you're doing but it's a very cool game it's on sale for I don't know how much but uh I think it's like ten percent off or twenty percent off or whatever but if you don't have it I totally I highly recommend it. it's one of my favorite games that has come out this year for the Switch so you should totally get it what do you got John. That's my darkest dungeon commercial. <laughs> We're so used to John not buying anything that we didn't ask him what he bought. We didn't. I know, you didn't even ask this time. And, and then I got something. Because I thought you didn't have anything. Plus, we were like an hour <laughs> already in our intro, but I'll cut it up. It's, it's fine. I got the brand new Super Mario Kart What do you mean? t-shirt. Oh, t-shirt. Okay. I got a t-shirt. Cool. What is a... Super Mario Kart t-shirt. It's, the, uh, it's a, I think it's characters from cr- Super Mario Kart. I think you have it held kind of sideways there. There it is. There we go. There you go. Nice. Where'd you get that from? Oh, nice. This is from Target, which whenever I go to Target, I always check the t-shirts because they got some pretty cool. They're cheap, too. Graphic t-shirts. Didn't you get get your uh, Christmas sweater from there, too? Yes. My sister bought that for me. I need to start looking at Target for stuff like that when I go. Yeah, I always swing by there, the t-shirts. And this is a brand new one that I hadn't seen before. It's the, um, I think it's it's the, the... it's not the exact cover from Super Mario Kart, but it's the characters. Like it is that's Donkey Kong Jr. right there. Yep. So that's the only cool game yeah, that's, in. Yeah, that's Super Mario Kart one. That's the Super Nintendo one. Yeah, thirteen bucks. Nice. Oh wow, that's more than I thought. Like uh, I bought I bought shirts at Target for like five dollars before. So I mean, but that was a long time ago. Like I bought a Wii shirt there that has like a Wii mode on it that says I work out every day. I just thought it was funny. I bought that for like five dollars. But yeah, Target has some pretty good shirts. I think they're better quality now than they were in like 2005 or whatever that was that I got that one. I think it was 2005. Or no, 2008 was when I got it. But yeah, that's cool. I have to sport it at the uh, Midwest Gaming Classic. I will. Cool. All right. Do you guys want to take a break? Yeah. Let's do it. All right. 
so it's been it's been a year since the switch came out happy birthday switch happy Ooh. birthday to you <laughs> happy didn't work have you have you sung to your switch yet did you sing to it on saturday what did, did you guys do anything special on saturday for your switch's birthday did you uh take it out for dinner or anything or uh you know. I bought it a cake with a little naked micro, Game Boy Micro inside of it. <laughs> bought it a cake with a picture of that naked guy from Outlast on it, from our from our show last week. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, the, the Switch has been out for a year. I was listening to our episode, our original episode that we did for the Switch. It was uh, Nintendo Main episode 59, was the one that we did after we got the Switch. It was our uh, Switch birthday uh Zelda Day episode, and at that time, I think there was only nine games that were out for the Switch, and two of them were Shovel Knight. Like two of them were, uh, were like Shovel Knight and the Shovel Knight uh, Treasure Trove Edition. Yeah. And since then, what is there like? I looked on Wikipedia, and it says there's like 800 total, like across all regions, but there can't be that much less than that. Like I'm talking about like digital games, because I mean they release like 20 games a week for the Switch now, and it's amazing. Like I, it's been when, a lot. When yeah. it came out, I had no idea that it was going to become this big of a thing, and I'm really happy that it is. And there's just so many things on there that I never expected. I mean, at, coming into it, I was kind of negative on the system at the start because right when it came off, there wasn't really any good games for it. But, you know, all of those third-party games that I really wanted to be on there. Besides uh, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. You said there weren't that many good games for it, but Breath of the Wild. I was talking about third-party games. Oh, third-party, sir. Yeah. No, say, when it, when it started, they didn't really have a whole lot of support from third-parties. Yeah, Zelda was on there, but Zelda was on Wii U also. And part of the reason that the Wii U didn't work was because there were no third-party support for that. And the Switch right out of the gate didn't really have it, and it kind of uh, made me scared in that in that area. You know, when we saw the Twitch or when we saw the Switch reveal and all that, there wasn't really a whole lot of games on there, aside from Zelda, which was on both systems. But you know, it's amazing how far it's gone. And if you go back to us like first talking about that reveal, you know, I talk, gave it mad shit for not having Dragon Quest Builders or Doom on there, and now they're both on the system. So it's come a long way. I like that. Uh, I like where we're at now with the Switch. It's been a, it's been a year, and it's really uh, it's really made its way onto the market. I mean, it's like probably the fastest selling system now, right? I mean, it's beat it beat like the PS2 and the Wii, right? Like for right out the gate stuff, I believe. Right. Well, what's exciting to me is that you know there was this there was this kind of explosion with with the Wii, but the Wii was clearly geared toward the casual gamer. And so although there was the excitement, there was never the sense that we were going to get the triple A yeah. titles that PS3 and or whatever it was at the time. It was three. It was uh, PS3, PS3 and 360. Xbox yeah. we're getting. But now it's different. Now not only do we have the momentum, but it's actually a system built for gamers. Yeah, no, I I definitely wanted to play off what you're saying for that is uh mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's great that cuz the Wii was a success, but it was seen too much as a casual system. So, you know, it, a lot of people had them, but they just bought it for the Wii Sports, and that was it. So it's really exciting that the Switch is actually, you know, just exactly what you're saying. It's a it's a video game player system, and the people that actually play it are the hardcore, and they want all these games on there. There's not – thankfully, it wasn't like everybody bought one, two Switch and then just didn't ever get anything else, you know, because that's – you know, because milking cows with your friends is the most fun thing to do in the world or something. You know, <laughs> it's cool <laughs> that it's actually – yeah, because there's How actually – How different could it have been if – one two switch was like a sleeper hit, like yeah, like we sports was. Well, then it would have been like then we'd be in the same situation where like it's everyone has it, but you can't sell games on it. But thankfully, we're on the opposite of that, where 
where people are they're saying people are saying that they're selling a lot more on Switch than they were on other systems. You know, especially the indies. It's become like a major indie darling and all that. And you know, I've loved I've those are probably my favorite things to play right now are the indies. Like we just we talked like forever about Mulaka. You know, that game was really, really cool. You know, like Celeste, like Night in the Woods, like there's just all sorts Golf of games. Story. Golf Story was a big one, yeah, that was on our list. Mummy Demastered on my list. But uh, you know yeah. That's another thing making making the difference. Stardew Valley. Yeah, Stardew Valley. At the time, you know, like when when we came out, well, it didn't have the you know WiiWare right off the bat. That wasn't for what another year or two. And even then, it never really picked up steam as far as having all the uh, the plethora of independent developers that that we have now on the Switch. So just yeah. like on every front, the Switch has all the momentum, and it's it's just very exciting. Yeah, and they can either people are even putting like uh, cell phone games on there and all that. You know, it's just kind of became like this way this place to put whatever you got you know throw it on there which i guess is kind of a could be a bad thing because there's a lot of shovelware on there but at the same time I mean, if you look at the xbox 360 store for a while there there was some really bad stuff like i think that it's maybe had something to do with the way their partnership program worked with their indie arcade mm-hmm. or whatever but and there's some bad stuff on there and i haven't seen anything like that bad on the switch there's i'm sure there's bad stuff really but. i mean there, i mean we get like 20 a week there's like I was kind of looking through the stuff for this week, and all of it kind of looked like, yeah, it looked like iOS stuff. You know, it's like mm, none, none of it was really sparking my interest. But I mean, that's this is one week out of like the many weeks where I've been excited about stuff. Right. Like there was like that. I whole, saw. I think what's that game? Not System Shock, or what's that game called that that was released yesterday? I think it's a game that was like really popular. I remember on the PlayStation One. I remember thinking it, was, it looked like hearing a lot about it on the PlayStation One, and then they've recently made Fear a new effect. Game. Fear effect, yeah, that's it. And it's gotten, but unfortunately, it's gotten really bad reviews. I've looked at all the reviews. So I was like, wait, hold on, this is like a surprise release. Is this going to be like a really cool like remake of that PlayStation One game? And turns out, it's just not a very good game. I guess. Of which game? It's on Switch now. It's a fear, fear effect. effect. Game. Remember on on PS One, it was a third person action game, and now it looks like they're doing a three quarters view. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe it's an action game. I don't know. Oh, the, it's like uh, a, it looks it's like isometric. a multiplayer or like yeah, multi-character stealth. I don't know. It's weird. It's it sounds like you're like throwing too many genres in at once. It looks like it's not the original series. It's just kind of the same series in name only. Yeah. Uh, I, in the preview, the very first thing they show you is uh, two women kissing. So that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's like they're like they're spicy sizzle reel for their uh, to make you. Oh, no, they didn't. On the, oh, there's uh, people making out in this game, and it looks like crap. On the uh, on the <laughs> subject uh, on the subject earlier of how many games are released on the Switch, I found a way. Like I just went to look at just all the games on the Switch eShop right now. There are 484 titles on there. I know some of those are repeats, but still, it's pretty awesome. To be almost 500 titles on there since the very beginning One when year. there was only like nine. So they're gonna get 10 years out of the Switch. They're gonna have. They're gonna have a lot. Five thousand games. Yeah, and I know that. Like I said, I know a lot of the, the, the some of them have deluxe editions and all that, but still, that would maybe count like let's say like ten, twenty off of that. That's still like four hundred sixty at least. So that's pretty great. It's really come really come a long way since uh, since all I was playing on it was a uh, fast RMX. I mean, because you know when I got it, I didn't get Zelda for it, so my Switch was basically a fast RMX machine and uh, and I played a. Uh, Snipper clips. Those are like the only two games I had on there. Well, then I got the then I got the shovel knight thing too, just because I wanted more stuff on there. But you know, it's you had Poyo Tetris, right? 
I did, but it didn't come and didn't come until like a month after because I ordered it from Japan. So it takes a long time to get here sometimes, like overseas. So it did take me a long time to get Poyo Poyo. But I mean, every week, I think I bought something almost every week because I remember like that first week we had that episode where we, you know, where we talked about like Waka Waku 7 and like uh, all the Neo Geo games that were on there and they put like Blaster Master Zero and all that stuff like right out at the front, which was really cool. So, you know, interesting thing about like when the system launched. There was actually a Nindy Direct right before the Switch launched, and most of the games on that Nindy Direct still haven't come out, like uh, Wargroove, like Pocket Fighter, like uh, Flipping Death. There was <laughs> there are all ones that still haven't gotten released yet, which I thought was interesting for listening to our older episode, which kind of sucks, like because all those games look like stuff I wanted to play, but at least we got Mulaka. But uh, do, do you guys have any sort of like uh, memories of the Switch that you want to share? Like a time that maybe you realized that like this system was uh, became great to you? I don't know. Where where's the Switch in your like level of systems? Like I I've been like loving the shit out of it. Like I think it's I'm very impressed with it. And I came around. I was kind of neg- negative about it at the beginning because I wasn't sure how well it would run or like how well it would switch over or whatever you know. But I think it's going to wind up being my favorite system. Yeah, I think it's on its way for me. Yeah, yeah it's. Um, I'd say I felt pretty good about the original ds being one of my favorite systems for a while there and yeah, yeah. i think this is getting closer to superseding that in the, in the sense that it's a portable with uh because the ds for a while felt like a it had like a console feel to it because it was so much more powerful than the game boy advance was mm-hmm. with the 3d right i remember process. being surprised like oh we can play mario 64 it's yeah i, I didn't expect that at that point and it's like the and size. everything with like yeah. that new interface and the touch screen and stuff, yeah. Yep. And it's like the size of the actual cartridge of Mario sixty four. I always thought that was cool. <laughs> like the DS is like just a little bit bigger oh, yeah. than the sixty four cartridge. But yeah, th- this basically, I mean, the Switch like basically married like what I always loved about games is uh, about portable games. Like I loved my Game Boy, but I love always loved the Super Game Boy, and I love the Game Boy Player, and like that was like. We talked about it before in our GameCube GameCube episode, but the Game Boy Player was like my favorite piece of hardware ever for a while, and it was just so cool that you could switch, that you could play a game on the go and with you. And I remember when I was in college, I always thought about that. I was like, that should be the next step for gaming. Like I thought that maybe the Wii would be that, but then we got to it way later, where it's a system where you played at home and then you can leave and still play the same thing and then put it back on the TV. Like I didn't think about all the stuff for the Switch and the dock and all that, but you know when they were doing the. I thought about it while they were doing the Animal Crossing thing where you could go to your island and like move your character around on the island on the Game Boy Advance. You know, I was like, wouldn't it be really cool if you could play the whole game on your Game Boy Advance? But they finally did it. I mean, PlayStation tried to do it with the Vita. It never really worked. Everybody's, people have been kind of trying to get it to work for a while, but they actually made it work and it's really cool. They finally fused the uh, handheld and home console together for the system. And I'm, and I'm proud of them that they've come as far as they have. I know there's still a lot of Switch hate out there, but not as much. Yeah, I feel like it's less. I don't see much. I don't I see, see it, it like I've seen the Wii U hate. Yeah, people still give it shit for not being as powerful, or some people still say it's not as good as Vita, which is dumb. I don't know where you're getting that from, but uh, <laughs> you know. But yeah, it's um, I don't know. It's uh, I, I wish I know like knew the exact moment when I decided that I liked the Switch a lot, and maybe it was around the time of like when Splatoon came out or like some of the bigger releases where I just started playing it all the time, you know, because when I when it came out, I played the Wii U because I had Zelda for that. But in the long run, I kind of wish that it would have gotten for Switch because then it would always be portable. You know, that's always, that's definitely what wins the day, I think, for the most part, is that hands down, in the end, it's a portable system. I think that's why a lot of people yeah. want to get it still. Well, I mean, I don't even have a TV, but I've been able to play Switch all this time, and that's great. Yeah, you even bought Some a... people who are more mobile and, you know, don't um, have like a big setup or whatever 
you can feel like you do. You don't feel like you're missing out or you're just playing your your handheld. Yeah, they finally they finally did what everybody wanted them to do and they uh put put the handheld and the console together instead of having to divide your time between one or the other. You know, cuz to be a Nintendo fan, you had to play the 3DS or the DS or the Game Boy and like the GameCube or the 64 or whatever. You had to play both of them, you know, to get to get all the vast array of games. Now they're all in one. So See, I don't even remember what year it was. It was it was a few years ago at least when I remember it being a big deal that Nintendo merged their teams, their handheld in there. Yeah, it was like a year or two before the Switch launched, I thought. Cause it but, had every, been like but everything way before, like when yeah. that happened, I remember that was the speculation. That, that that's the path they're going in. It was right. That's what happened. And um so for me personally, I, I'd have to say the same thing. Like I don't know if I was gonna say my specific memory, I guess it would be my trip to Portland because I didn't have to stop playing games that whole time. Like I just gotta keep playing the Switch games I was playing yeah. already, which I was cracking out on um Stardew Valley at the time. Yeah. But man, it it was great that not only like I say, okay, so I get in a cab to leave my house. If I had wanted to, I could have played Switch in the cab. I didn't. But and then <laughs> yeah. while I'm waiting on my train to show up to take me up to Chicago, I play it in the train station. I get on the train. I play it on the train. Mm. You know, I get to keep playing it, and then I get I waiting on my airplane, and then I get on my airplane. I play it in the sky, and then you know, so like I just it, there was never a point where I had to stop playing the games that I was like into at the time, and I gotta. The rest of my life got to keep happening around my video games. I really like that. And that's when I was like, man, this is a great system. Yeah, this is better than any portable I ever had. Because like when I get home, I'm putting this back on the TV. Yeah, you can bring it with you. Like anything you're into, you'll be like, oh, man, I really like this, but I wish I could play it on the go. Now you can, you know. And uh, another funny thing about Stardew Valley, like that episode, episode 59 that I was listening to, you talk a lot about how excited you are to play that game. Because <laughs> it wasn't quite out yet, but it was in that indie thing. And then mm-hmm. that ended up becoming like one of your favorite games. Like you put so much time into it. And it's just kind yeah. of, it's fun to listen Still to that. Still second only to Zelda in the yeah. time I've spent on a game on the Wii. Yeah. Or on the Switch. <laughs> Which thankfully, people were thinking there was a bug that it was going to reset it one year, but thankfully it didn't. The time for your gameplay and all that. Oh, right. But uh, and we're still waiting on that two player functionality in Stardew Valley, so. I may end up going back to that at some point. Yeah, we we talk about that in that episode too. It's kind of funny. <laughs> we try to figure out like how it would have worked, and we speculate that like maybe you're this, maybe you're in a family and your siblings, or like if you if you're married and that's why you do it. Like we, it's funny. Like you should listen to it again, everyone. Listen, let's go listen to fifty nine. It's a great episode. But uh, <laughs> yeah, it's um, I don't know. We've come so far. We all own uh, those fucking Tyrones now. So I mean, that would have never happened if there wasn't a switch. Yep. The, the try one. Nope. <laughs> I like to call it. And I use and I, like I use it for a lot of things. Like in fact, I'm using it right now. It's my. It's what's holding my webcam. Oh yeah. Me too. I'm hold, using my iPad. I'm holding holding it with my using it to hold my iPad. Yep. I've used it to take silly pictures of myself. Like today, I used it to take a picture of myself face down on the floor. Yeah. Just because I wanted to. For so I was texting my friend, and uh, I I like mounted it to the door frame and had my camera like per- perfectly positioned to like so. I love that thing. It's I found multiple uses for it. Mine's on my exercise bike now, and I I, I just basically just watch a hero, my Hero Academia on it while I, while I uh, ride the bike. So that's basically my my purpose. Is that on Hulu? Yeah, it's on Hulu. It's on everything. I think it's on Netflix also. But the only thing you can watch on the Switch. Yeah, but I watch it. I watch it on the Switch while I'm riding the bike. I watch episodes of My Hero Academia. But yeah, that's what I've been using mine for because I, you know, I kind of don't use it a whole lot in bed. I guess you mostly. should play. A speed racer game because like that's the the SNES exercise bike, yeah. like a speed racer game that you played while you while you were on the bike. Uh, well, I could, I could play fast. I could play fast RMX on that. I guess. Yeah. 
<laughs> you know, I could just just split the Joy Cons and play, or I, if I could play something with a motion control because I move the arm things back and forth while you just broke cows on one two switch. <laughs> yeah, that game's still not a still, still not, not owned enough to buy you or yeah. me or John. I don't think I'm nope. ever going to buy that game. Actually, if I find it for less than ten dollars, I'll, I'll buy it. I might get it if I found it less for twenty. Less than twenty, I might get it for like fourteen or something. Less than fifteen, maybe. I don't know. I'm going with ten. Yeah, I'm saying less than ten. Ten is too much. Is there nine ninety nine? Maybe. Is there any sort of a? Is there any sort of game genre? Do you do you think that's missing on the Switch? I feel like they've hit most of them. I mean, Good we question. have we have first person shooters. Game. What multiplayer arena game? Yeah, I, mean, I guess there's no PUBG thing yet, but I feel like people are probably wanting to get that to go, get that going. But you know, we got like I guess there there could be more like first person shooter games on there. There's not much for that. Yeah, I mean, there's yeah, not that many sports games, are there? Yeah, no. Oh, there's no football game. Yeah, yeah. There's no, no American uh, football. Yeah. No basketball. Well, there's yeah. There's NBA, not a, the street whatever playgrounds. Well, there's. Play- I don't think there's a hockey game, is there? There's there's street there's there's a uh, there's street there's there's playgrounds and there's uh, the 2K the NBA 2K game. Oh, there's that one, yeah. So there's three basketball games. But as far as hockey, I don't know. I haven't really looked, but I, I would guess no. I guess yeah. I guess uh, sports could be more expanded upon. But on that first year, which is funny because that's the shovelware on so many other like right. You look at like collecting whole libraries of systems. They've got like half the collection is just sports games. Well, yeah. When you go to used places, that's where the five and less are, right? Or all the Maddens or whatever. You can buy them for really cheap. But I was like, because I remember like that first year, like everybody talked about like 2017 being so great because we got like Zelda, we got Metroid, we got Splatoon. You know, we got ARMS. It was a new, a new, you know, a new IP and all that. And they felt like they were just kind of churning out one for one after another. And it's like, uh, I, I've talked about this before when we've done a uh, launch episodes, you know, like system launch episodes where I'm always like, you know, where are all the games that I want? Like, where's the fighting game? Like, where's the racing game? Like, where's the RPG? Like, where's is all this stuff on there? I felt like they really did that well in the first out of the gate there. You know, you got the the Xenoblade, the giant RPG, but then there's also stuff like Darkest Dungeon, which is also a long RPG that's cheaper. You know, like there's, and that's a turn-based game, which is, you know, there aren't, aren't normally a whole lot of turn-based games out there. Plus, there's that Romantic Saga game that was a Super Famicom game that was never released. You know, it's just uh, amazing all this different stuff that ended up showing up on there. Plus, the, the indie market is definitely in there but i'd be yeah definitely sports stuff i guess could be more on there and more like which is weird to say that because like yeah well i'm never i've never cared about sports games and i'm just like it's weird that there's not a football game. i had to think about it twice before i said it because uh, exactly it's like well i don't think we really there's relatively none on there yeah i mean nintendo hasn't really gotten a whole lot of sports support since like we i guess like we you had one madden game and then after that none that was like the first Nintendo system that had no Madden. Which there was, was that dog football game, so I mean, that kind of dog football stole the whole market. <laughs> what was that on that? What was that we played? There, there was a dog football game. I don't remember that. Yeah, you had to like throw the football to the dog, and it was all it was dog football. <laughs> I know there was Wii Sports Resort. There was I a, believe you. Well, in Wii Sports Resort, there was a game where you but could I throw a frisbee to a dog about. and it would bring I'm, it to I'm you. looking it up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking it up. It's like a Imagine Party Babies or something. That's like another one of those uh, excellent games. How long How long do you guys think the the Switch will last? I mean... I think it's going to be iterated like the 10 years? 3DS. I think they're, yeah. they're going to try to do like a 10-year... I think 10 years because they're going to release different <laughs> versions. It's Jerry Rice and... Nidus? Nidus's dog football. Is that Jerry Rice's dog? That's his dog. It yep. was his dog. It's probably dead by now. <laughs> wow, it's really called dog football. I didn't even know there was a yep. real game called dog football. I can't wait till that game gets ported to Switch. 
kidding. Man tackles dog. I see the newspaper headline yeah. right now. What do you think? What, what do you think is like one of the? Um, I asked you how long it would be. Yeah, I would. I would guess like probably like ten years. Yeah, they'll probably do a new switch or like a switch XL or something, or switch or a switch mini or something like that. I'm sure in the future, but as of right now, I think it's going to take a while for them to do a new hardware version of it. But I mean, are they going to ever release a full size console again? No. Like I think it's shrunken to a like it don't get bigger. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you never know. Nintendo has weird ideas. I they guess, might have a different idea. I guess the idea. Wii U was bigger than the Wii. By, by the time the Wii U came out, it, the yeah. system itself was a little bit better. Sure. But, but it usually don't get bigger. And, like, why would it? Like, everything's getting smaller. All the technology is getting so small that it's going to be a handheld from now on, right? So it may not be the Switch as we know it, but it'll be a handheld console from you, here on out, I think. Do you think that we'll get something similar to, like, the new the new 3ds where they'll come out with a new switch that only plays specific games with that. Cause I feel like it didn't really Probably work that well for the new three years or so. You don't think they'll just do a switch too instead. Cause it seems super like switch. They, they're They got to go back to the super. Like, people yeah. They're lit over that. <laughs> That'd be cool. But it seems like a, I don't know. I felt like the new 3ds thing didn't really work that well for them. Where it's like a couple games you could only play on that. You know, I don't know. It always I seemed, mean, there was only a yeah, couple. Yeah, it was like Binding of Isaac and, Z- uh, and Xenoblade Chronicles One. Xenoblade. And might have been the Super Nintendo games of, were only. It was, only was Hyrule that. Warriors. You could still play it. It just was like unplayable. On it just didn't work. Yeah, on the other one, there were only a couple. I mean, well, there was all the Virtual Console, the Pixel Perfect Super Nintendo stuff was only worked on the new 3DS. So I don't know. I was waving at your cat. He was looking right at me. So uh, I mean, what else is there to say about the Switch? I mean, I feel like I, mean, I, I guess had more we're not, ideas. We're not, I guess that I didn't discuss a specific memory, but yeah, well, yeah, I guess I did. That, that, no, you did. You gave one. <laughs> it was uh, it worked. The... It worked perfectly for like because uh, we went to that convention and we had to sit in the fake airplane seats. And, or we didn't sit in them. But, oh yeah, uh, yeah. It did everything that it did everything that it promised. And uh, Karen, you know, Karen was kind of a joke at the beginning, and now she's cool. And I feel yeah, I feel pretty good that I've and used Jeremy got it liked in by all her. situations other than the <laughs> rooftop party. I haven't taken it to a party yet. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I haven't been to a rooftop party that I... Well, I haven't even been to one since the Switch came out, so, <laughs> you know, I, I wouldn't have had the chance to bring it. But, you know, I've been that guy before where I brought the Switch to a party. I didn't actually use it, but I did bring a Switch, the Switch to the party just because I liked the idea of uh, what Karen was doing, okay, was just bringing it everywhere. I was like, yeah, I'll just bring it to a party. Maybe I'll be able to play it. I brought it to a couple parties, but we never got around to playing it. But I, I played it. But it wasn't like, hey, let's do this, you know. Do handheld gaming. I know you did stuff at work, Jeremy. I did it at work too, like where you'd bring it in and like be like, "Hey, do you want to play?" And you guys would play like two player, you know, with the Joy Cons and all that. You guys did that, right? I know. I know Jeremy said he did at the. At I the did restaurant. that. At, I did that with somebody else's Switch at my work. Oh, they okay. had it, and uh, we're playing Super Mario Odyssey, and we tried tried out the two player mode on that. Because I brought it to uh, when I worked at Enjoy, I brought it there, and we played uh, we played Poyo Poyo Pop, and we played a little bit of like Street Fighter on there, like portable. I did it at the Owl too. Like I brought it in, and uh, we played Arms like after work. With the uh, you know, with the with the whole like Joy-Con detachment and all that, super rad. I'm still, I'm still super protective of my Switch because of the the amount of time I put into the games on it, especially now. Like that's more valuable than the console itself. Yeah. To me, is there any? Were there any games that like really surprised you that they came out that you were like, I can't believe that came to Switch. You know, I mean, well, I guess one to definitely say is like Doom. You know, because that was like a current yeah. generation game, and a lot of people yeah. didn't believe that it would be able to work on this on the it switch and, and then it did yeah so that was a big surprise but that's a game that i really like and i was really happy that it went on there i'll say one surprise moment that i had about with uh switch came from the pinball game of all things from uh, uh pinball fx3 
one, I thought it was really cool. That you could turn the system, yeah, you know, portrait mode, mm-hmm. and actually play like a full size uh, pinball table in portrait mode. And then the other thing was uh, that game proved to me the the worthiness of of HD Rumble because I actually felt like when I was holding those holding the the controller, I felt it was not just the controller shaking. I felt like a little ball was going from this point of the controller to that point of the controller, mm-hmm. and that's something that again nobody asked for HD Rumble, but Nintendo gave it, and what a surprise! It, it works, and, and and there it is. What a perfect application for it in that game. Yeah, it definitely makes you. I can't, you know, makes makes you really feel a lot more games, especially stuff like uh, like Mario Kart Eight or Golf Story, where it actually like makes a noise by mm-hmm. the rumbling. I always thought that was crazy. I remember I didn't believe it. Like Jeremy told me that uh, at Mario Kart, like you actually can hear the coins, can hear yourself hear the get the coins like with the sound not even on. And Golf Story does the same thing. Like if you uh, if you hit the ball out of bounds, it goes like like not. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Like not but even if you with hit the, the water, yeah. it kind of makes like a splashy. Yeah, and it, but it does it with no speaker. Like if you ever turn it down, it does that. I'm like, wow, that's amazing. That's such a crazy HD rumble thing that I never expected. Plus, I never even expected like Labo and weird shit like that. But it is Nintendo. You know, you should expect weird shit, right? Maybe Which we still haven't gotten to put our hands on. But yeah, it's like maybe we'll see some of that. Maybe we'll see some Labo in the direct. Who knows? Maybe. Yeah, but I mean, I think at this point. It's probably like the sky's the limit for Nintendo. I guess as far as like, as long as it doesn't involve like a super heavy graphical game, because there's some stuff it can't really do. Even though I did, I didn't mention in the news, but I did hear that Capcom was talking to the panic button guys to see if they could make a Monster Monster Hunter World work in any way on there. I don't know if that's real or not, or if that was a rumor, but I did see it online at one point. So who knows? But uh, yeah, it's, I'm really proud of Nintendo's little system. It can really, really do a lot. And it's cool. It's a nice, uh, you know, it's it's basically the, it was the improved version of Wii U, you know, which uh, which I didn't have a whole lot of faith in at first, but I should have realized uh, just how, I mean, I wasn't sure if it could get to that greatness that I wanted to get to, but it did. When we think about it, never we should never forget that it was the, so like the last love letter from uh, Awada-san, right? Oh, yeah, his, yeah. His, uh, he was... There's a point at which he was apologizing for things to his fans, and like the Switch was one of the last things he revealed, you know, in his time at Nintendo. I guess did he reveal it as the Switch? I can't remember. I, th- I, I thought he before. died before the Switch was revealed. Yeah, like I think he, he said that they were like, working on the NX, but I don't think he ever was. I don't think he was alive when they actually gave a name for it, or that presentation. He wasn't alive during that either. No, he wasn't for that. Yeah, where we actually saw what it was. So, so really, all he ever announced was that it was going to be like mobile and home console combined. But even then, it wasn't completely clear what he was saying. I didn't think he did. I thought he was dead by the time they actually said what it was. I thought he just said that they were working on another system, that they were working on the NX. Maybe. But I mean, he was—he probably had his hands in it, regardless. Like we just don't know. Like he, like he obviously knew what it was. Like I'm sure it took took a lot of time to develop it, and he was such a genius at that. That I mean, I'm sure he has his full. I mean, I was also, and I guess I was also thinking of the little, uh, you know, the little talisman or whatever they put inside of the golf game. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, he probably. I mean, it's we don't know how long it took to actually develop the system because you know it's it was behind closed doors for however long. You know, like who knows? Like when they get an idea and when they start working on it and all that. But what's uh? So let's um to close out. Why don't we just say like what's a game that you want on the Switch that isn't on there yet? Let's just do that, and then we'll be done, and then we'll go to our impressions of the direct after this. So uh, whoever wants to go first, I'll, I'll go. I want Grand Theft Auto Five. You want Grand Theft Auto Five? That's what you want on the Switch that isn't there. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about uh? Let's do first party and third party. How about that? What oh, about okay? That's what about, for, what about first party. party? First party. We gotta think about that. I'd like to see Mario Maker. Okay, good one. 
My uh, my first party is uh, WarioWare. I know I said it earlier, but I want to say it again. I'd love to see WarioWare on the Switch. Uh, third party, uh, Yakuza, man. Put that fucking Yakuza series on there. I love those games. Those games are awesome. You could totally put your Yakuza Zero on there. It's not that uh, gra- much of a graphics-heavy game. Or like even do like the re-release of 1, like put Kiwami on there or something. And Yakuza 1 and 2 were on Wii U, so you could easily just port it from that. In Japan, not here. But those are, those are my picks. What do you got, Jeremy? Uh, first party, I'm going to say, because we don't know a damn thing about it yet, a new Pikmin game. Oh, yeah, there's still Pikmin 4 out there somewhere, right, supposedly? Yeah. And third party, I'll say, uh, bring that fucking retro, or the rare replay game to Switch, man. I want it. <laughs> I don't want to have to buy an Xbox One just to get that game. Oh, don't do that. <laughs> but I want that game. I've wanted that game since I first heard about it. And yeah, I, I, want, want, it. I want it too, but I don't want an Xbox One. So bring it to the Switch, please. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great if they could find out a way to do it. Please, company that hates Nintendo. That's Rare. owned by Microsoft. Yeah. <laughs> Please bring it to the Switch. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, that's been our reflecting on the Switch anniversary. Um, we're not going to sign off because we're going to warp to the future after this and tell you what we thought about the Direct. So let's do that right now. Doo-doo-doo. All right. So we just watched the Direct. Uh, uh, John is like on the streets of New Donk City right now, as you can hear. Yeah. So it's going to sound a little. I'm outside. I'm on my way to work. But there was a direct uh, just uh, about, oh, ended about an hour ago. <laughs> so we've had some time to marinate on it. The bird is expressing his opinion. Yeah, the bird doesn't like that there's so many 3DS releases on there or something. Yeah, he's upset that there's no uh, Banjo-Kazooie. He, yeah. he really loved Kazooie. Yeah. Uh, Jeremy's off uh, battling the evil Uka Uka across time, so he won't be here right now. But uh, he'll be back next week to give you his uh, impressions of the direct, of course. But uh, we're just gonna we're gonna go down the line really quick. We're just gonna go down the list of the stuff that they talked about. We'll talk about whether we were interested or not in it, and uh, you know, just try to blow through it fairly quick here. But uh, yeah, there's a direct. It's a lot of a lot of information thrown at us. A lot of new switch or a lot of like Wii U ports seems like more, which kind of sucks. But for some people who didn't play the games, that's cool, I guess. Um, let's start off at the top. So, so right off the bat, when it started with WarioWare, I was like, I was thinking like, uh, hey, I'm a prophetic genius because like when we recorded last night, I said that the thing that I really wanted for Switch was WarioWare, and uh, didn't get it for Switch, uh, but for you Switch, got WarioWare. No, <laughs> no. but uh, it's I'm I'll get that game for sure. Like it's a. It basically it reminds me a lot of a Rhythm Heaven Mega Mix, which is another 3DS game, which is basically like every single game in, Ry- in Rhythm Heaven in one in one game, like from all the different sequels and all that. And that seems kind of like what this is too. They, I mean, it's called WarioWare Gold, but I mean, I would refer, I would call it like Mar- WarioWare Mega Mix because it's like the same game. You know, it's probably like it has like 300 300 mini games in there. I just really wish it was on Switch. It's really a shame that it's not on Switch, but maybe they want to just. Right. I don't know. I don't really understand their ideas with 3DS because I, I'm pretty sure I thought I had read an interview somewhere saying that they were done developing main titles on 3DS, and now we have main titles going through next year for these for this first part of this direct. So I'm like kind of puzzled. But I mean, then again, well, so maybe yeah. this is all right. These t- these titles were probably being worked on you know at least a year ago when the Switch was still not a sure thing. So maybe this is, this is the last wave of, of big 3DS games. Yeah, I thought, like, I don't know, I was under the impression that, like, Ultra Sun and Moon was probably going to be the last big Nintendo 3DS thing, you know. But no, uh, well, I mean, the the thing that, that caught me off guard was the uh, Mario's, was the Luigi Mansion thing, 
Just because that's yeah, that was unexpected. That's slated for next year, though. That's slated for 2019. So I'm like, oh shit! I guess they are continuing into into next year. And I understand. Oh, I, I guess. Uh, that. Wow. I guess. Uh, 2019. Yeah, yeah, it said 2019 on that. But there, there's so many people who own 3ds's stills, and there's a big install base for that system. So I guess I c- don't give up your 3ds yet. I mean, I like my 3ds. I just like the Switch a little bit more, you know. But it's uh, whatever, you know. That's basically what's happening there. But yeah, WarioWare, WarioWare Gold, August 3rd. 300 games. That's a definite. That's a thumbs up for me. I'll get that one for sure. It's uh I expect it to be I don't know like 20 bucks or I don't expect it to be like full price. I think Mega Mix was around that, but yeah, that's a definite one for me. Cool, cool. And then there's uh after that they made a re or they made a sequel to Dylan's Rolling Western. If you remember that game, that was like yeah, an it looks early... like kind of a not a sequel but maybe a, a spinoff or something. Yeah, no, no pun intended there. Yeah, but, yeah, right. um, like they're doing something different with it. It seems Dylan's Dylan's Dead Heat Breakers is what it's called. Um, and Animalized Me's was pretty weird. Like you can make yourself into an animal, which I was kind of like when I saw it. I was like Animal Crossing crossover. No, okay, because they kind of sound like animal. Like they kind of speak animalese, like an Animal Crossing. It's kind of a weird, bizarre game. I'm probably not going to get that one, but there is a demo coming out. In May, so like two weeks before the game comes out, so I guess I could try it for free. But that was kind of a weird, bizarre, like out of nowhere thing. That's like, huh? I never expected that to happen. You know? <laughs> yeah. Dylan's back. Yeah. D- Dylan. Dylan's Dead Heat Breakers. I think there might have been two. I actually have the first one. I have Dylan's Western, but I think there was a sequel to that too. But I don't know. I think I got it on sale somewhere. Whatever. But uh, yeah, that's on there. And then you know the big reveal of uh, Luigi's. Or no, actually, the third one was um, the third thing in the 3DS was Mario and Luigi's Bowser's Inside Story, which they're remaking that game, which that's considered the best of the Mario and Luigi games. So that's cool, I guess. I have the yeah, DS. I've got the game. I never finished it, so maybe yeah. I will. But it kind of inspired me to dig out the three the the DS and yeah, finish that game. Well, I say I hope it inspired you to uh, buy a 3DS because <laughs> you don't have one. Can there's so, so many good one. games yeah, on it? True. But uh, yeah, I have that on DS. I bought it when it came out. Uh, I played through most of it, but I think I ended up selling it. Actually, I might have given it away to one of my nieces for Christmas, but I never finished it. But it's considered the best of all the Mario and Luigi games, so that's pretty cool. They're doing a remake of that. There's going to be some sort of a Bowser Jr. extra story on there as well. That's all brand new, so. And that's that's actually what's coming out in 2019 is the is the Bowser's Inside Story. I was wrong about the uh, Luigi's Mansion. Luigi's Mansion will actually be out this year, but yeah, but still, that's uh, games that they have Nintendo licensed games that are planned into next year. So it's pretty crazy. That one's uh, I'm I'm not sure on that one. I'm not sure if I'll get that one or not. Like I said, I already have it, but you know, if it's a if it's a dull time in 2019, maybe if I'm still playing the 3DS in 2019, man, I don't know. We'll see, but. One game that I'm super excited about that's coming out for 3DS this month in a, in a couple weeks, actually. Detective Pikachu. They showed some more of that game. Which game? Detective Pikachu. Detective Pikachu, that's right. Yeah, that's a game that I think I'll get. It's, like, super quirky, but still Pokemon. Uh, Pikachu's, uh, you know, he's a grumpy old man walking around. Still wish that uh, Danny DeVito would have ended up playing him in the movie, but whatever. It looks fun. Should have been Danny DeVito. Yeah, it looks fun. There's a part where he's like, I'll do my quick attack, and he runs, like, really slowly, and he, like, runs out of breath, and I'm like, I'm kind of into this old, grouchy uh, Pikachu from this game. So strange. I wonder what was the origin of that. Who thought in Nintendo he should be, like, an old, grouchy detective? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? I don't know. Like, it's, it's like, it's too weird for me to pass up, I think. It's, like, one of those games that's just, like, so out there that's kind of, like, 
I think I might. I think I might have to get that. And it's coming out. This Not week. only that, but then they made they made a movie of it. Like they're making a movie of it too. So they definitely got a. I mean, they have a lot. Of, they have a lot of uh, faith in it. You know, they think that it's going to do well here. So and any sort of Pokemon spinoff with full voice acting and all that. I don't know. It looks great. Like from what I saw of it, I thought it looked really cool. It comes out. Uh, be fun. Comes out two weeks from tomorrow on the twenty third. So that'll be. Uh, I'll probably end up getting that first day. It's really you know it really hammered in like how cool it is. You can pre-purchase it now on the eShop. You can buy it early. Uh, they showed the giant Pikachu amiibo. I don't think I'll get that. The Detective Pikachu one that's like three size bigger than the other amiibo. But that was on there. Last thing of 3DS, which was the one that was kind of a major surprise. We already we already touched on it, but Luigi's Mansion remake on yeah. 3DS. I was kind of like, uh, what? That one kind of like caught me off guard. I hope For they- sure, like... When did the when did Luigi's Mansion Two come out? Dark Moon. Uh, that yeah, yeah. that had to have been like three years ago, four years ago. Oh yeah, I yeah think it was a while ago. Four. Yeah, I would have thought that they would have put that out like if they were going to do it, they would have done it just before. Yeah, you know, like they're doing with Bayonetta One and Two before yeah, right. Three. They would have put it out just before. Yeah, like if, I don't yeah, know. right. That seems like a better idea for them to be like, oh yeah, here's a uh, Luigi's Mansion One and Two. But I don't know. They do weird stuff. But yeah, that one kind of. I expected honestly when I saw it, I thought maybe uh, Luigi's Mansion Three would be in the works, but there's nothing of that. Maybe it's. I mean, do you think it's some sort yeah. of like trying to get people pumped up about it? Maybe it's a warm up for Luigi's Mansion Three on Switch. Yeah, that'd be cool. I mean, that, a lot of people have been talking about that, but it also kind of like puts the nail in the coffin of the uh, GameCube uh, Virtual Console rumors. I think <laughs> because uh, I think so. It's a GameCube remake. Uh, there, I think they just don't care, and it'll probably won't happen. I don't know. But yeah, that that's coming out this year, and and you get to see that dead baby again, which I always thought was really was really weird and dark, from the first uh, <laughs> Luigi's Mansion that there's a dead baby in there, there's a ghost baby. So uh, and, and they made sure to show that boss, which is like one of the weirdest bosses, I guess. Kind of the just a weird dark thing that's like, oh, that's kind of creepy. We got a dead kid in here. There's a dead baby in a, in a Mario game, and yep. he's the boss. You yep. have to defeat him. Yep. <laughs> I guess there's some cool. sort of boss rush mode in there. I hope they put something in there to extend the game because that game's not a long game. Like that's a like that's a ten a, hour game maybe. I'd say five maybe. Like I we beat it in like a day. Jeremy and I did when it came out, and it was we always called it like Luigi's Crawl Space because it's really short. It's a really short game. <laughs> it's a fun game, but it's a really short game. That's why I like Dark Moon because Dark Moon had like had like four mansions in it, you know, instead of just one. So it made it like way longer. So hopefully they add something in there more than boss rush mode because. I don't know if I want to if I'm going to pay like forty dollars for one a game I already have on GameCube and another a game that's not very long. You know, that's I don't know. So that one's kind of a I'm not sure on that one. But Detective Pikachu and Warrior World Warrior Wear Gold are definites for me. So uh, let's switch over to the Switch stuff. <laughs> There's a lot of snapping in nice. the uh, a lot of snapping in the thing. Which, by the way, if you guys haven't seen it, I did a, I did a live stream of it. You can watch it on YouTube. If you want to see me react to it and all that shit, I have have it up there on our YouTube site. Uh, first off, I'm sure this is the one you were the most excited about. More Kirby Star Allies stuff. Oh yes, definitely, absolutely. <laughs> I'm Ugh. still I'm still okay. undecided. Fine, Kirby. Yeah. Sure. I'm still undecided on that game. I might I might get it if I'm if I'm really bored next week or something. I don't know. But it's just there's some characters from original Kirby games that are announced for it now that you can play with. Uh, Day Day, King Day Day Day's on there, Meta Knight, Mark, Swaddle D, Rich, Coney, like a bunch of other people that I, I don't know. Like some from the Super Nintendo game, some from uh, Kirby 2. They showed all the games they were from. But apparently there's going to be some DLC stuff coming up, I guess, where you get more characters to play with and all that. So Though I've always liked that there cool. was just a hamster named Rick. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Well, he's in Rick there. Rick the hamster, <laughs> sure. Yeah, cool. 
So yeah, they said that um, there's gonna be uh, there's gonna be like a DLC, like a free update on the twenty, the week after the Friday that it were that it releases. So you know, you have you have that, I guess, to look forward to. They're gonna try to extend it with some more DLC stuff for free. Nothing huge, but you know, more cute Kirby stuff. But then after that was uh, Okami HD. Was that hey, what really? A lot of people were talking about that. Yeah, a lot of people were wondering. Happened. Well, a lot of people were wondering why Okami HD didn't come to Switch because Capcom, being Capcom, I guess. Uh, they were a little reluctant to put stuff on the system, which doesn't make any sense. But now that they put out Resident Evil and and Street Fighter, which I guess they both did really well, they're like, "Hey, what else, what other what other shit do we have that we have, we don't have to do anything to bring over?" And they're like, "Oh yeah, how about Okami HD?" But it looks like it's going to have motion control like the Wii version, so that's cool. Um, there's touch also control on the screen. Yeah, there's also a touchscreen version if you want to play it handheld, so you can do it either. You do either or. So that's interesting. Uh, cool. I really like Okami. I played through it on Wii. I don't know if I'm going to play it again on the switch but it's cool that it's there i can't i don't see myself jumping back into it but it is a very cool game and anybody who hasn't played it should definitely play it it's very pretty and you know hd and all that stuff i'd consider getting that one because i never got the original oh yeah it's it's cool i mean it's very much zelda inspired except you're a wolf i always thought it was so weird that that game and twilight princess came out at the same time and they both involve wolves as main characters yeah <laughs> and they you know supposedly had no you know, there's no way they they were developed at the same time. There's no way they could have like ripped off the other one or something like that. You know, but no, maybe there was like some kind of wolf attack going on in Japan at the time. We all didn't hear about. <laughs> yeah, maybe right. <laughs> I know that one of the that one of the guys from Zelda said that he had dreams of being a wolf. So maybe the Okami guy did too. I don't know. But that was, I mean, that was a clover, or that was platinum. That was like X platinum stuff was Okami. You know, before they got canned. So I hope that there's an IGN watermark on the. On the front of that one, also, yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> the I have the Wii one that has the IGN watermark on it because I had no pictures of Okami to use, so they pulled it from the internet. It HD. They didn't have to have the the new IGN watermark on it. Yeah, right. <laughs> so yeah, that, I mean that's a cool thing. I mean Okami's a cool game. I don't know if I can, uh, I don't know if I can buy it again, but if it might be cheap, you know, if it's only like ten bucks, then maybe. There's no price. There were no price for any of these yet announced, except for Kirby sixty. We already know that. After that, this one's a definite buy for me, Sushi Striker, which was originally a 3DS game, and now it's a Switch game, too, so I'm excited about that. Nice. The game where you, uh, I guess you, like, grab matching sushi and throw them at your friend. It looks it looks like a crazy Japanese game. I'm totally into it. It comes out in June. It has online, it has, like, online mode and all that, so you can play online. But I'm happy it's, it's doing a dual release for 3DS and Switch, so that's cool. That one's a definite for me. I'll get that. I mean, that's like probably a smaller game, so 100%. Yeah, it looks good. I've yeah. tried that game out. Yeah, it has a like sushi, so. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, it looks like a quirky Japanese, uh, you know, in- indie-ish game, so I'm, I'm down for that. After that, actually, my favorite part of the whole show, the Octopath Traveler release date. That's like what, what I've been waiting for for a long time, so I was really happy about that. They announced July, it, what, 15th? July 13th. 13th. There's some other stuff coming out on that same day, too, and I'm like, fuck that game. All Octopath, nothing else. Because you know, uh, Kirby, or no, uh, Captain Toad comes out on that day, too, and I'm like, sorry, Captain Toad, you're getting you're getting knocked down for uh, <laughs> for Octopath. But no, that game looks awesome. Like, it looks uh, heavily inspired by, like, Final Fantasy VI, which is, like, one of the best RPGs of all time. Um, they, they revealed a couple new characters on there. They talked about Tressa the Merchant and uh, Alfin. The apothecary, mm-hmm. and uh, you can do some. You can add some additional jobs to your characters while you're fighting and stuff. And uh, yeah, it was cool. They said that they appreciate the feedback, and it's releasing on the 13th. And there's a giant, crazy special edition that I really want to get, but it's probably like a hundred dollars, so I might not get it. But there's like it's a, got a pop-up book. Yeah, it's cool. got it's got a pop-up like diorama thing in there, 
it, you get a coin based that's based on the uh, currency from the game. You get like an art book and a and a CD a CD selection. You know? CD. Yeah, yeah, I was wondering now why do they include CDs anymore? Why don't they just do download codes? I wish they would. I wish they would include records because like the game music on records is big now. I'm surprised Nintendo hasn't jumped on that. You know, I'd be. I would. There's yeah. a lot of Nintendo soundtracks I would love to have on vinyl, but they're just not there yet. It's weird. You know, like uh, like even like that. Um, yeah, that, as long as you're. That's weird. As long as you're going to do a physical release, why not do something that people are kind of uh, you know passionate about? The, the vinyl versus yeah. the CD, nobody cares about. Yeah, and you can just do a download code anyway. Yeah, you could. I mean, Nintendo's still rocking the CDs. You, you know. It's not like they've ever uh, stayed on a media for too long that nobody else wants, you know? Like cartridges. Oh, wait, they're still using cartridges. You know, Nintendo, yeah. Nintendo's uh, all about uh, being pig-headed about that and stuff. Like, even though this is a Square release, technically, so. But it is an exclusive. I don't know. But yeah, it would be cooler if it was a record. I mean, Xenoblade did the same thing. Both of them, like uh, Xenoblade X and Xenoblade 2, both had CDs that came with the with the special editions. But that, the pop-up book's really cool. And there's like a map, too. I don't know. It's, yeah, but it'd be cool if it was a record. But whatever, regardless, the game has a release date. It's not that far away. I'm super excited about it. It's probably, like, my most anticipated game of this year, I guess. Right, right. So far. Like, I think it looks awesome. Like, it looks like it's, uh, oh, that 3D, what they call it, 3D 2D or 3D sprites or whatever. HD really 2D. Cool. HD 2D, yeah. It. That's what they called it. I'm intrigued just by the visuals. I'm not into, you know turn-based rpgs so much but yeah the visuals look really cool have me interested yeah the game looks awesome like i'm very excited about it because i love those games so like next up was uh, no more heroes the no more heroes game that kind of ended up being like uh, what i thought it would be which is basically uh a lot of mini games like i thought it'd be a coming uh, basically kind of like a bunch of the games that you do in no more heroes 2 to make money i figured right. you do stuff like that that's kind of what it looks like they said there's an adventure mode of sorts in there there's two player you can play that uh, Travis Touchdown, like, beams in, like, Terminator from Terminator 2, you know, the, with the ball and all that. But I expect that to be a weird-ass game and, and fun as hell, so I'll get that. It's uh, coming out coming out this year. No date yet, but I say yes for that one. After that, they showed, yes. after that, they showed a little bit of Dark Souls. Apparently, there's a network test coming up soon, so that'll be cool to play that. Probably the most unexpected thing of the whole Direct, a Dark Souls amiibo. So- Solar of, of Astora. Which can help you make a pose in the game or something. I don't even understand. I don't even understand what that amiibo was. Do you? I don't know. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know that. Don't know that much about Dark Souls other than that it's bloody and violent and difficult. Yep. That's well. I play Demon Souls, so I kind of know a little bit more of it. But I know I, I heard it was only going to be forty, so that's not a bad price. I like. To yeah, check I'd it consider out getting that game. Yeah, looks cool. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so that was a thumbs up for me on both of those on No, no More Heroes and Dark Souls. And the next one, uh, another one they spent some time on, uh, Mario Tennis Aces. That game looks really cool. They added some. It does look cool. Yep. Th- there's some new like. I wasn't super... that interested, but you know, like the Mario sports games spinoffs, all all aside from Mario Kart, I'm just not that interested in generally. But the fact that they have a, a full on single player campaign looks like a story mode with Mario Tennis that that has me interested in this game. So I'll keep my eye on it. It's, it's a maybe. Yeah. Yeah, no, because I, uh, for the same for me, like, uh, tennis games are like, eh, but this has a full on story mode, like a bunch of, like, different mini games that you can do. 
Plus, you have these crazy new super moves that you can do that involve like motion control to aim it. You can break people's paddles now, or break break, yeah. break your racket, which is pretty cool. Your racket has its own life meter. I thought that was interesting. And I like that you can play with uh, traditional controls or with motion controls. Get a little bit of the uh, old Wii Sports tennis action in there. Yeah, you can. You can do. Uh, I forget what it was called, but there was an EA tennis game that they made for. Uh, for the Wii Motion Plus that was really cool. It kind of reminded me of that. But, uh, yeah, you can play it, like, totally motion. Um, and there's also a simple mode that you can do with, like, no items, no, uh, no like, power-ups or anything like that if you want to just, just play tennis. tennis. Yeah, so that's cool, like a hardcore mode. There's also going to be some online tournaments happening. There's going to be a pre-launch tournament coming up at some point. They didn't say when, but, yeah, the game looks really cool. I'm super excited about it. I think all the hairstyles of the guys look really weird, like seeing them with those, like, half hats, like, with the with Waluigi's comb-over and... Wario's fro and all that looks like really strange, but you know. <laughs> but yeah, I'm I'm totally into that. That comes out uh, June 22nd, so it's not not that far from now. But yeah, they they stayed on that for a while. That's a definite plus for me. I'm into that one. Up next is Captain Toad Treasure Tracker. Was pretty much a Wii U port, except they're adding uh, Super Mario Odyssey levels in there from New Donk City. So that's cool. I mean, that's a great game. I don't think I can bring myself to buy it again. But it also comes out on the same day as uh, Octopath Traveler. And there's also a 3DS release as well, so they're doing two on that one. So they're really going to push that Captain Captain Toad. But it's a good game if you haven't played it. I definitely recommend it. I think I'd it. get it if it was like 30 bucks. Yeah, I don't think it was full price when it came out for the Wii U even, so, so it should be less, but who knows. But like I said, it's on Octopath Day, so that one's cut down automatically for me. But, you know, I know Jeremy really loved that game. Maybe he'll want to go get into it again. I mean... I don't know. We both already had it on Wii U, but yeah, if you didn't have it, it's it's worth it. After that, the, you get a really small taste of Undertale, which is cool. That was one I kind of always expected would come to Switch eventually, and it finally did. I'm wondering if 8.4 did... Uh, I know that 8.4 did the uh, Japanese translation for it on the PS4 one. I'm sure they did that one, too. But uh, yeah, there's no release date for that one. It just says coming eventually. It's a maybe for me. Yeah, for Undertale? Well, that's another that's another turn-based RPG thing, but supposedly it has a really crazy twist in there and, like, multiple endings and all that stuff. But a lot of people love it. It was a lot of people's game of the year for that year. So after that, Crash Bandicoot Trilogy comes out July 10th. We don't really have to say much about that game. I, I really don't like those games, so I'm Just not into it. <laughs> laugh out loud. Nintendo <laughs> yeah. wins. Yeah. I, I, if I would have told myself in 98 that uh, Crash was going to come to Nintendo, I don't know if I would have believed myself. I went back in time, but yeah. I, I always thought that I did. I did play Cash Bandicoot. I played all of them on a PSP because they were free on PlayStation Plus at one point. The only really good one was the cart game, and that's not on there. So I don't know. It's not a, not a buy for me. But if you like that stuff, it's on there. Whatever you know. That's all you need to know about that. July July tenth. That's a no for me on that one. No, uh, definite no. Yeah. After that, a game called Little Nightmares that looks really really cool. I think this game was already released on a system. Cause I think it's an iPad it, game, right? I don't know, but it has really good graphics. Like it's a it looks fantastic. I'm I'm probably gonna pick that one up, especially if it's a ten or fifteen dollar game. Well, they said it's a puzzle platformer. I don't expect I don't expect it to be any more than twenty, but it's a it's including all of the DLC, like all of the past DLC or whatever. It's like the complete edition, and uh, you can scan a Pac Man amiibo and turn your character into a give him a Paku mask. So that's pretty fucking weird. <laughs> that's in there. Uh, that was kind Pac-Man, of unexpected. Pac-Man can be in your nightmares. There you go. Yeah, Paku Mask. But it involves, like, lost souls and stuff. It's a puzzle platformer is what they call it. The art style looks really, really cool. Uh, yeah, that one's a definite purchase for me. And that comes out the day before my birthday. So I'm into that. It's a star on that one for me. That's the number one. Definitely, definite purchase. 
Um, another, like a lot of these announcements were ones that were rumored, so they weren't really that surprising to me. Like South Park, like I know that South Park like posted stuff about that episode where Cartman froze himself for the Wii or whatever. He, uh, yeah. they, so they kind of teased at it and they're like, oh no, it's nothing. But yeah, no, Fractured Butthole comes out next month. Uh, I'll March, get that one. March 24th. I'll get that one. I I'm love, I love I'm South Park. they're not pairing it with the, with the, uh, Stick of Truth. Like yeah. they did with the, the, when people bought that on, on PS4 and on Xbox, they got the Stick of Truth for free. Yeah, I was kind of. I wish that they would have liked that they would do a re a remake of that or a, or a port of Stick of Truth because I never played that game and I heard that one's really good. But I mean, uh, it's, uh, Fractured Butthole that's a turn based RPG also. So I don't know if you can you're still willing to try to get into it. I just I just thought it was uh, I, I'm I'm willing to get into it. I like South Park a lot. You know, the humor goes a long way for me. Plus, I just liked hearing the Nintendo guy in the direct. Saying his cheery voice, and then the fractured, fractured butt- butthole. Yeah, <laughs> he tried. He, you could tell every time he tried to end it on a note rather than yeah. a down note, so it didn't sound like butthole. South Park, the fractured butthole, butthole, butthole. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, no, I'm excited about that. That's, but uh, yeah, no, that's a definite purchase for me. It's a almost like less than a well, a little bit over a month away, so that's cool. Yeah, with some DLC included in there. Uh, Hyrule Warriors five eighteen. Who cares? I'm not getting that one. Um, there's an arms tournament happening for, for United States and Canada. That's pretty rad. Uh, it's going like now till the 18th. Uh, there's a demo coming out for the 31st for three days. You can play it. If you haven't played it, you should definitely play the demo. Arms is a really cool game. Check it out. I'll I'll probably try out. I'll try out the turning. I'm not very good at the game, but I'll try it out anyway. Speaking of awesome games, Splatoon 2 gets a, gets a new update 3.0. There's more outfits. You can make it to rank X. I think I'm like rank D or something, so I'm nowhere even near that. But if you ever got there, you could get it. Um, there's a new uh, there's a new DLC, a paid DLC thing called uh, Octo Expansion, which actually looks really really cool. It's twenty bucks, but looks like there's a lot of first a lot of single player stuff in there, and you become an undercover agent playing as an Octoling. You get to unlock an Octoling to actually use in the game to play online and. That looks awesome. That's a game that I think that, you know, if you ever want to get an awesome, like, online third-person shooter thing, you should definitely get that game for the Switch, John. I, totally, I highly highly yeah. recommend that one if you ever want to check it out. Yeah, this this has me wanting to get that game now. It already, it already has a really good single player, and actually what makes me want to finish the single player now so I can play more single player as that. But that's really cool. And that's pretty much it. There was a Smash Brothers thing at the very end. Nice little tag, which shows that the Splatoon guys are going to be in that as well. But uh, Yep. That's the direct. Is there any final thoughts you want to say about this? I know we're kind of on a, sure. on a crunch, but go for it. Sure. Yeah, I, I thought I thought uh, the smash reveal at the end was perfect, just because there was already a lot devoted to Splatoon two, and then you know they played me basically at the end. It was like the tease starts out as another Splatoon thing. I'm yeah. like, oh really? That's kind of yeah. <laughs> overkill. But then uh, you know she turns around, she looks up and sees the smash logo, and like, oh. Okay, I think that was exactly what they needed to do. Yeah. They needed to announce a gigantic game uh, that would set the world on fire, and they did it. They announced Smash is coming this year. So just my one question is, is it the port, or is it a brand new one? I think it's probably the port. It's been it's been not a whole lot of time since the last one. But this one yep. does have Smash Brothers, or does have the Splatoon people in it now. So that's confirmed yep. as them as playable characters. So I'm excited to play as them. But yeah, it's probably going to be some sort of uh, deluxe, like a uh, definitive edition, I think, of the Wii U ports. But yeah, I think it so too. Looks cool. I mean, yeah, that video was a very cool, like, misdirect where it's like, oh, more Splatoon stuff. Oh, no, wait, no. But that'll be E3 for sure. They'll be showing that there. So, which I expected. We're pretty much getting things 
up till E3, and then there'll be more shit there. But yeah, good direct. I enjoyed it. A lot of cool stuff on there. Lots of ports, but a lot of stuff I want to play on the Switch. And uh, yeah, and, and 3DS is still alive. Woohoo. Yep. Anyway. I'm happy with it. Yeah. They did a good job. This was a good direct. Oh, okay. Uh, no, but no, no, no OS announcement. That was a disappointment. I wanted to see that. Yeah, no operating system. I would have liked to see that too. No folders. But uh, maybe someday. I mean, uh, you really should update your operating system, guys. Come on. Some of us E3. have way too many games. Three, three. Yeah. <laughs> I figured that one might just sneak in out of nowhere. He'll just be like, here, here you go. Anyway, uh, that's our that's our uh, stuff for the direct. Uh, we're going to sign out real quick. Uh, we're your hosts. I'm Trey Johnson. John Nitter. Uh, you can catch us at uh, com. I have a Twitter at Nintendo underscore domain. YouTube.com slash F-I-N-G-M-A-T-E-R, Fingmater. That's our main YouTube channel. You can see, watch me do the stream there. And my reactions and all that fun stuff. You know, thanks for listening to us. Uh, make sure and download us and like us and rate us and all that shit on iTunes. And, uh, you know, tune in next week for some Kirby shit and all that. Anyway, <laughs> uh, thanks for listening. See you later. Later. Okay. Um, no, there's a fucking bird. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> throw, throw a rock at that bird or something. Fractured but whole.